0: This is the Krillcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. I'm Indy. The return of Indy to me. Woo! Yep. Why don't you uh, tell everybody about your channel?
1: Uh, I am a Let's Player on YouTube, but right now I'm kind of changing up my style a little bit. To be more like someone we're going to be talking about later.
0: And uh, just for the record, if you guys are looking for the best... Old, like uh, like kind of medieval narrative voice for Bug Fables. Indie has got it going on. It yeah, was really great. I...
1: Narration. <laughs> Thank you. I need to go back to that game. I've, a lot of stuff has come up.
0: That was a that was a fun narrative I I was really enjoying that one a lot when I had time to walk, tune into it. I was really enjoying it.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad. I
0: like
1: I I suck at voice acting, but people say I'm decent at things. So
0: for for like a medieval narrative voice, that was perfect. <laughs> Well, thank you. So, all right. Um, What is our, and by the way, guys, youtube.com slash I N D I E T I M M I E, Indie Timmy, go subscribe. Worth your time. Mm -hmm. All right. So,
1: Timmy spelt like I was drunk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, today we're going to get into delays in video games in 2020. But before we get into that, we're going to do our two quick topics. A well, uh, let's say, I don't know, well known, but well known author, I guess. John Boyne accidentally included Zelda video game monsters in his novel uh, *A Traveler at the Gates of Wisdom*, which opens in AD one and ends two thousand years later. And it's not meant to have any fictional items in it at all. It's meant to be like a historical fiction. And somehow, in the in the book, he has an item. Yeah, I eyeball. don't understand
2: how he accidentally did this.
0: <laughs> I don't either. Like, how, <laughs> how do you mess that up? That's that's strange. Like, you said, I, mean, I maybe, accidentally Googled maybe he, it.
1: Maybe he just had Zelda on the mind. Mm-hmm. No, or he was just copying and pasting
2: stuff into his book and going to the wrong Wikipedia. That's, ex- that's <laughs> basically
0: what I think happened. Traveling mm-hmm. the Gates of Wisdom, um, Zelda.
1: Plot twist. He is secretly the biggest Zelda fan ever.
0: Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild guide. It was a guide from Breath of the Wild. That's what it was. Because he was looking up, like, poison or something to put into, like, one port, part of the narrative. And somehow the Zelda Breath of the Wild guide on poisons wound up in his literature to put in the book. And bam, wow. Octorock eyeball and the tail of a red lazalfos and four Hylian oh shrooms God. somehow wind up <laughs> in his book. I wonder if Nintendo's going to sue him. They should. I mean, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid, right? Like, can you imagine reading this like a historical fiction? It's like, you're reading this very detailed, very well-researched uh, book. And all of I mean, a sudden... That really
2: happened. Octorock,
0: eyeball, mm-hmm. a tale of a red Lizalfos, and four Hylian shrooms. Like, are you on someone shrooms? From
1: the, someone from the future just like, I don't recall these animals. <laughs> I
0: like, know. So the year is 2050 and a child is reading this historical fiction. Hey, mom, what's a Hylian shroom? A, red, <laughs> a tale of a red... The Zalfos and an Octorock eyeball. Can I find these things?
1: I wish no. It was dark they, times. They went extinct the after the,
0: the castle once again. They went extinct <laughs> after the time of the switch. Mm-hmm. The Great <laughs> Switch. God. Another quick topic. Uh, Netflix is apparently going to be attempting to adapt the game series Splinter Cell into a long-running Netflix series. I guess this is a perfect I, game. I, I, this in my opinion yeah
1: i heard about that and i know a lot of people weren't happy hearing about it
0: well, just because they don't think netflix does a good job with the adaptations or yeah
1: and they they feel like splinter cell is better as just a gaming media and not something you watch
0: i mean but tom they it's it's from books like tom clancy yeah right? mm-hmm like he wrote a ton of good books. Well, which
2: probably means they're not gonna adapt the games. they are gonna probably adapt not. the books again. But to be like, yeah, uh, fair,
0: to be fair, how many games actually adapt well to a TV series on their own without without mm-hmm. referencing the books? Like um, can you imagine if they just said, Alright, here's your material to work with and handed you a copy of Halo three?
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently the Witcher's <laughs> doing good, so
2: Yep. It's cl- much closer to the books. I am st- I still have some problems with it, but it-, it wasn't as bad as I was expecting, so I enjoyed it.
1: I have yet to watch it, and I need there to... There are
2: so many boobs in it, though. Oh, my no, gosh. I that don't... is my biggest problem with that show. Is like, Yennefer, that's the only reason why they hired the actress, was like, will you do the entire show naked? Okay, <laughs> good.
1: That's why I couldn't watch Game of Thrones. Too much sex and incest. You know, I thought
0: Game, Game of, of Thrones was bad. But... No, it's way worse. Game of Thrones <laughs> is way Richard worse. Is worse. No, it's not. The Witcher is like the whole time she's I, like, I'm she going to have to rewatch naked. both and then tell you what I think because I don't remember The Witcher being that bad and neither does Madeline. Because so. you're like,
2: oh, that's nice.
0: But <laughs> I think my wife would have remembered this. I don't
2: know, man. Like that's Claire and mid-day. I didn't even finish it because we didn't watch the last episode because it's like, I don't want to see her
0: boobs anymore. I don't Maybe think that there you, were any of
1: wife, Your wife just sucked out all the memories of the naked woman out of you. She do not remember it. <laughs>
0: Hey, uh, just just for uh, the record here, I wanted to give a little shout-out to Doodlebug for the uh, art over here on the side. She drew a persona for me, so that's awesome.
2: I want to make another shout-out. You notice how... Oh, other one. Other side. Right there. <laughs> I don't have a picture drawn
0: by Doodlebug. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have a unicorn horn on your head. I do. Mm-hmm. And the,
1: the willicorn.
0: The willicorn. The willicorn. Um... So the main topic today is a discussion on video games getting delayed, which has been a prominent pattern in 2020 and even 2019, 2018, you know, just in the last right. five years. And uh, with Cyberpunk 2077 getting delayed now, what, three times? And other various <laughs> games getting continuously delayed, like, can you say, Marvel Avengers and uh, Final Fantasy seven got or delayed before that mutant. Released.
2: I have been looking forward to that, for that game for like five years now.
0: Oh, biomutant,
1: I dude! I, dude, I have had biomutant fucking pre-ordered since 2018.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it looks freaking awesome. Just give it to me. Oh, that's the one with the the little uh, raccoon-looking thing that looks like Rocket.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you can like edit your little creature to have like ed- I think pretty sure any of its limbs can be robot or something like that, and you can edit the creature any way you want. Yeah,
2: because you can mutate it, so you can like dip it in like, whatever, radioactive materials, and you can turn into, like, a panda, like a mixture yeah. of a panda and a fox. What is this, just, 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 like, awesome. a more mature
0: spore? No, of. no,
2: no. It's, like, a, <laughs> you should look at the gameplay. It actually looks really cool. It's, like, a lot of... Um...
1: They actually did just release a trailer, like, a month ago or something. Yeah, well,
2: they always do. Like, every year they release a new one. It's, like, it's still coming. It's, like, all right.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, actually, th- this was, I'm pretty sure, the first trailer they would released in a long time, so... Yeah, that might be true. But it looks it looks so good, and I've had it pre-ordered since 2018. Give it to me!
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not at all salty.
1: <laughs> I, I, I want it. I Why am I getting I expect, Breath of the
0: Wild vibes? Well, because it's going to be like that.
1: Honestly, with how that they're probably going to integrate a lot of recent games into this, considering how long they've been taking to make it. Mm-hmm. I just hope it won't suffer the development hell curse.
0: Yep. What in the world?
2: Oh, there's like a lot of kung fu and samurai like, It's like Kung stuff. Fu
0: Panda. It look, It seemed,
1: It looks really good. Yeah, I'm excited.
0: Very cool. Well, so that's not really the discussion. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. is. Bi- I got. A, I got a question for you guys. Are video game delays a big deal?
1: <laughs> not really. I mean, do you want a broken game?
0: I think part of
2: the problem is that they announce games so early now that there's no mystery. One, like you never really surprised about a game coming out, but two, they release they announced it so early that like, how do they know what they're going to have done in three years? You know? <laughs>
1: yeah. But that's on the company's fault. Like a company, like say under Bethesda, terrible example. I know because Bethesda is Bethesda, but <laughs> it's Bethesda's fault. The the people making the game don't want to announce it until they know it's ready. But Tesla's like, no, we need money. Get the pre-orders out. We want ah. that Bitcoin. Yeah, so it's yeah.
0: because they want money. And so
1: they want to announce it, and they, as soon as they announce it, the
0: pre-orders are out. You think this game will stay on, I'm sorry, Do You think Biomean will actually stay on current-gen consoles, or do you think it'll move to the next-gen?
1: I think with how long they've been working on it, it'll be on current-gen consoles. I mean, it'll, I'm sure it'll be on both.
2: Yeah, well, but they... No, they yeah.
1: There's no way they would do that to people. Like they've, we've been waiting for this game, like I said, since around 2017, 2018.
0: So yeah, they would do that. Kind of like uh, what's that? Um, sea of Thieves knockoff? That's more apparently going to be more of a uh, Fortnite Skull and Bones or something Skull like and that? Bones. Yeah, that one's been delayed so many times. Wait, mm-hmm. that isn't out yet. No, I, I I saw
1: something about that on E3 like what four years ago.
0: Yep, they actually are <laughs> rebuilding the game now. Apparently. Actually, n- not gonna lie, I thought that was I thought Sea of Thieves was that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's Ubisoft. It's like playing off of the Assassin's Creed Black Flag uh, mechanics with the ships. Yeah. So it could it's be really cool be a
2: game like like that. Yeah, it looked cool originally, but now
0: I don't know.
1: I mean, that's how disinterested I am in Skull and Crossbones because I thought it was Sea of
0: Thieves. So here's the next question, though. Here's the next question. So if a game gets delayed but then you get it eventually and it gets a day one patch how angry are you
2: oh that pisses me off to
0: no end i like being
2: able to just put the disc in and play it
1: okay so i have obviously yes installation that sucks but i've honestly never understood the anger towards day one patches because it's fixing stuff
0: because if you waited like okay so here's the problem the, the, you've got a disc that's being produced, manufactured, right? So they know it's broken when they manufacture the discs and then hope that the day one patch will clear up any problems, right? If you were going to release a game that, that was ready to go on day one, it wouldn't need a day one patch. Well, also, if it's,
2: just real quick, if it's you know only like a couple gigabytes or something or way smaller than that, I don't care. That's fine. I'll wait to 20 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever. But when the patch is bigger than the whole game, which yeah. is like a pattern that we've been seeing, that's ridiculous. Why did I buy? The, why did I buy the disc then? If I just have to download the whole game anyway from that day one patch? Exactly. I
1: guess. I guess the way I've always looked at day one patches was, you know, how they'll send review copies to people all the time. To me, the day one patch was, oh, the reviewer got the one that has the bugs. So now the actual people who are p- paying for the game they don't have the bugs because they'll have the day one patch that's the way i've always looked at it anyway
0: yeah but a lot of times the reviewers just get download codes that is that doesn't mean they've already manufactured the physical discs it just depends on when they actually release it
1: you'll Um, also notice that i have a sunny disposition for games so i'm always
0: (laughs) positive i try to always be positive (laughs) i i I do we do too i just i just don't like day one patches personally i think i think it's it's it, it Depends on what it is. If it's fixing, like, you know, last minute things they just didn't know were there, that's not Mm -hmm. a big deal. But if you're reinventing the game with a day one patch, it just seems like you wanted to cash in, produce some discs, sell it.
1: Okay, yeah, that I guess I can understand. If the day one patch like re- remakes the game, basically, then yeah, that I can understand. But if it's just fixing bugs and there's no point in
0: being angry. Oh, I, I'm not angry about that. Like if if the day one yeah, patch yeah. is like like Will said, if it's just a bug fix or like something's broken and they didn't they didn't catch it, you know? Because mm-hmm. sometimes the dev consoles even just behave differently than the consumer consoles, and you just don't see bugs until it hits a consumer console, and. They don't always test things on consumer consoles right away. Sometimes they wait till the disc is physically out so they can do it that way. And it's like, oh crap, I didn't yeah. realize the dev console was you know making up for this problem.
1: Didn't Fallout 4's day one patch wasn't that like three times bigger than the base game itself? I think so.
0: Yeah, oh. or like
2: the original. And also release. sometimes they'll like patch in entire sections of the game. Like why did why weren't those yeah. on the disc? Like they'll put it in the, the whole multiplayer. <laughs> right. You know,
0: you know you weren't done. You should have delayed it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that monster looks like that monster from Star Wars. Mhm. He did. This game looks awesome. I want this game. I want to see it that does I am
1: I am very excited for this game. You
0: know that that thing. Yeah, that looks like that one thing from Episode 2 Attack of the Clones yeah. in the arena. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay,
1: I, I I see what you mean.
0: Um anyways, uh I think that my biggest issue with the day one patch is like well said, if you're patching in an entire section of the game or if they patch something out of the game, like mm-hmm. it was there on day one and they're like, wait, that wasn't, we want to sell that to you later. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, haven't, have hasn't there been cases where a game was sold with selling that wasn't supposed to be on there yet?
0: Yeah. Yeah. There well,
2: I know been. with destiny one they with each successive update or I mean, expansion, it will lock off content that uh, players already had.
0: That's so well, nobody cares about Destiny. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's Activision, though. You know that, that's what they do. I just I don't know.
1: I thought I thought that was oh you're saying Activision does Because I was about to say I thought Destiny was Bungie.
0: It was, but it was under Activision. Uh, so
1: and then has, isn't sorry to
0: get off topic. Is oh, no, Destiny
1: good. like completely broken now? Because that, it's not Activision anymore.
0: No, so. That's a, it's a weird situation Destiny 2 is Bungie's and Destiny 1 is still Activision's so like the franchise itself is owned by Bungie now okay
1: I guess I meant is Destiny 2 broken <laughs> thank
0: you, thank you. Um, so face. here's my next question would you rather have a halfway complete game that gets patched or wait extra time for the game to be released
1: wait extra time
0: yeah wait I understand I mean, sometimes like smaller devs just can't do it. That's why Steam Early Access exists. You know, they just they have to release a game at some point so they can get it done. Um, yeah. So, given that you guys both agreed you'd rather have the game wait, uh, do you think Steam Early Access is being hardcore uh, abused as a system yes. to just generate money for devs oh, to finish a game? God. Yes. Yes.
1: Honestly, what what was it? that miyamoto said a delayed game is eventually good but a rushed game is forever bad
0: yes mm-hmm. i was waiting for somebody to say it i just didn't want to be the one to say it
1: <laughs> oh dude fucking all, all hail miyamoto dude oh
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: um how many people get angry at me for saying that
0: maybe shane from fu game crew he said he said Nintendo know <laughs> to stop listening to miyamoto because he's He's uh, stifling some of their creative processes by uh, retaining some of the ideologies they've had since the beginning. And, you know, I don't know. There's a big discussion to have there. But that's not our discussion. (laughs) It's
1: going to
0: get him angry. Yeah, Miyamoto and uh, what's the other? Uh, Sakurai. Sakurai. Both Mm -hmm. of those guys are Uh, are awesome. I
1: do. Favorite
0: developers. (laughs) With games as a service becoming a a regular norm in the industry... Should those games get delayed, or rely on future updates to fix them? So, I think games. Is, oh, sorry. Uh, no, go on.
1: I just think games as a service should be fucking <laughs> done like that, that. It shouldn't exist,
0: or like stick to like the big ones. Like, wow, you know, I don't want every console. Oh, game yeah, to yeah. Okay. Games as so a service. yeah,
1: if it's a if it's a an MMO, fine. That that's been that's been a thing since the '90s, but. You know, don't fucking turn Halo into like, a, oh, pay month, pay like two days dollars a day, so you can keep this gun. Stop it! Oh, you, fucking, you want what did, what did What did Activision do with Call of Duty? Pay ninety nine cents for a, a, a laser on your gun.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that. The or radical. pay like what was it like six bucks for blue or something like that.
2: Uh-huh. I, I hate I hate Activision. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to go so far to say I hate them, but I do hate their, their business practices quite significantly.
1: Oh, I just I just hate Activision.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I can't even think of the last time I bought an Activision game. It was definitely do one mind... of the ones with zombies in it.
1: This is a bit random. Do you mind pausing the video? I don't want too many spoilers for the game.
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I'm trying to avoid as many spoilers as I
0: I did not now. even realize that it rolled right into that. <laughs> no, you're good. Let me see the... Uh... So, I'm torn on this games-as-a-service thing because...
2: Like a game like Sea of Thieves uh, came out, and it was pretty content bare at first. But because it's it's on Game Pass, um, it was kind of acceptable because most people didn't pay for it. And over time, it had like tons
0: <laughs> of free updates. Did I pick the wrong video to put in the background here? I don't know
1: <laughs> the Act Man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Well. Anyway, now you got me. Made me lose my train of thought. You were saying? Anyway, that. so I'm kind of torn on that because they were saying like a game like Sea of Thieves wouldn't exist if, if it wasn't for Game Pass and being able to roll out like essentially an alpha, and you know update it.
0: See, but, but ga- Game Pass is different than Games as a Service. I, I well, would not I also, consider that well, that same game thing. is a Games as a Service. It's that just game on is Game Pass. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, and I don't feel like it. Kind of what we're talking about. I don't feel like Sea of Thieves technically counts because that's an MMO.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah it it's kind of it kind of fits the bill. Um, and yeah. So
1: like if it's an MMO game, Games as a Service for those fine. But if it's going to be a single player game with multiplayer, no Games as a Service in my opinion should not be on there. No, I totally agree. I will fucking fight anyone
0: who disagrees with me. See, I, <laughs> I, I'm like torn because I think that Xbox Game Pass mixed with like Halo. If Halo, if Halo were to be like any kind of service game. If all of the service packs were included with Xbox Game Pass as, like, a benefit to people that were already using that service, I mm-hmm. don't tend to have an issue with that because you're already going to pay for that to get Xbox Live anyways. So it's just an extra incentive for people that are already paying for Game Pass. Whereas, like, if you're Fortnite and you have to pay $30 a month for the season pass or whatever Fortnite charges nowadays that i have a problem with because it's one game it's one service it's got its own launcher on a pc i just find that predatory
1: Mm. actually i want to sorry to do that i want to rephrase what i said if it's a single player game that has multiplayer the games as a service should only affect the multiplayer oh yeah
0: that's fair that's yeah i agree with that Mm -hmm. i also don't like it when and this is like a very unique case. I don't like the way they're re-releasing Final Fantasy VII. I don't think that should be episodic. Like, why oh. would you take a complete game and make it episodic? Money, exactly. Okay,
1: so I have a, a wow, I went, I fucking had a stroke or something. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like mixed with this. Yeah, they should, they should have like made it set. I think they should have done what they did with the original game. Just have all of the discs in one box. But at the same time, it's like... Obviously, they're trying to go so monumental with this. That fucking... The first episode, which is just escaping the first place. Can't remember what it's called. You know, that took, what, 30 hours? Like, that's the length of a normal game.
0: I mean, that's fair.
1: So, Hmm. so obviously, they're trying to go monumental... And I can't... Now that they have the engine down and all that stuff, obviously they'll be able to release games a little faster. But that means other parts will be able to be a lot bigger because obviously they're going to go open world with it. If they don't, they're stupid for it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you have any last but, thoughts on... I'm sorry, did you have something else you say?
1: Oh, well, I, I was just about... Uh, but also, yes, money. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, with, with how bad... Sorry but with how bad Square Enix has done lately, of course they need money.
0: Fair. I thought the Tomb Raider games were really good. I actually really enjoyed those. I even bought the DLC because I felt like that DLC actually added some layers to the game. Even I wouldn't say it was worth the money I spent on it necessarily, but for how good I thought Tomb Raider was, I was willing to pay the extra couple bucks yep. for it. I didn't the buy the DLC. DLC, but I did buy the games. I really it's enjoyed true. them.
1: I forgot Tomb Raider was made by Square Enix, the new ones.
0: I thought they were really good. Mm-hmm. And they, I, they looked really good too. I Square Enix does some beautiful work on graphics.
1: Oh dude, I will always defend the graphics of Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts. Like they're good.
0: Yeah, they, they do the a music. really great job. But
1: I can't forgive what they did with Final Fantasy after
2: ten. <laughs>
0: Honestly, I that's remember... A, well, I, that's a I totally different discussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're <in> next week. Andy <laughs> Timmy goes on a rant about why he doesn't mm. like Final Fantasy after ten. <laughs> oh my god.
1: I could go on an hour-long video rant of why I, I think Squaresoft is better than Enix. Like, Fair. I... This will be the only thing I say. I fucking hate that in the Final Fantasy ten HD version, I hate that they slapped their dirty fucking names over Squaresoft and it says Square Enix now. I hate this was Squaresoft's game.
0: (laughs) I I didn't like how they went from turn based to like that real that more real time combat system. That that's where I lost my my will to play Final Fantasy. From
1: from turn based to hallway simulator.
0: Yeah exactly. (laughs) Anyway (laughs) <laughs> this is the perfect segment of the act man to close out the
1: show <laughs> i was about to say why the hell was i looking at it fucking me <laughs> as Giant
2: always
0: as i'm chris and i'm pooh bear <laughs> Mindy. oh my god and we will see you <laughs>
2: on the next Girlcast. bye
0: guys This is the Krillcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. I'm Andy. And uh, before we talk about the best mouse on YouTube, why don't we tell everybody about Indie Timmy's channel? Uh,
1: I am a Let's Player. I've been doing YouTube for about seven years now, and I'm still having a lot of fun with it. There's a lot of new games to play.
2: I'm happy about it. Paper Mario. Paper Mario. So out of curiosity... Why is your horn the same color as your fur?
1: (laughs) So it started out because my OC was a brony, like a brony made character. Mm -hmm. And all the My Little Pony characters, the horn color is the same as their skin color.
2: Wow, I don't think I ever noticed that. And yeah,
1: it kind of, I'm not a brony anymore. For anyone who wants to say fucking brony.
0: So (laughs) I don't think yeah, anybody's gonna say that you know no, no, no. Knowing, knowing who you are I don't think anybody's gonna say that you know you are who you'd you are surprised. and you are' you're, you're an awesome dude so like I don't mm-hmm. think anybody's gonna take anything away from you but you'd be
1: surprised pe- enough people have said something that I had to actually like flag the word brony in my comments Really Wow yeah. okay oh yeah people still hate bronies there's some kind of burning hatred that people still feel. <laughs>
0: Sorry for all the bronies out there. I, yeah, guess. I was wondering why my, all my comments are being flagged, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys uh, haven't noticed, we have a website now called krillcast.com. Bam! The guest list is there. Indie Timmy's there. You click on any of the guests, you find their channels. Boom. Anybody you've seen on our channel that you want to find, go to krillcast.com slash guest list. And if you want to mm. just see the latest and greatest, just on the homepage right here, the latest episode and the latest conversation we've had. Boom, Krillcast.com. Boom. I love how merch. you're
1: doing like Jack Black. Boom,
0: <laughs> boom. <laughs> Anyways, today is Tuber Tuesday, and we're gonna be talking about a uh, guy named Indie Mouse. And we are subscribed, but we're not signed in, so you can't tell that we're subscribed. I promise we're subscribed, Indie Mouse. Don't uh, <laughs> don't let that fool you. Um, <laughs> don't, don't
1: listen to them. They hate that
0: you. They hate you. This is a special episode because this is the first time we've ever had somebody request to be reviewed. I think, <laughs> but we are actually taking him up on the request. So that's a first mm-hmm. <laughs> all you and other bozos I'm, out there. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> I'm very happy about that because I fucking love this guy. He's
0: hilarious. So I'm going to read off some stats about his channel and then we'll get started. All right. So he currently has 558,000 subscribers at the time of this video. All right. So if he has 575 next week, when this video releases, don't correct me. This is where we're at today on eight, nine, 2020. All right. Listen. So, his channel was created on November 18, 2012, and he currently has 93 million, almost 94 million views. That is insane. 90,
1: 90 million of those are me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just like, click, 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 click. No. Um, <laughs> you can find him by going to youtube.com slash I-N-D-E-I-M-A-U-S, and that will get you there. And he can't spell indie to save his life, so he spelled it indie Mouse. <laughs> All right, so what does his channel say? I play video games and make videos about them. I'm also Australian, you know? <laughs> Perfect. That's
1: all
2: I need. <laughs> yeah.
0: He should leave with the Australian part.
1: <laughs> and then there's a Discord link in his
2: yes.
0: bio as well. Cthulhu mm-hmm. Club. All right. Yeah. Um, what is he known for? And Indy, you can correct me if I say anything incorrect here. Uh, he is known for playing every game and calling it Souls Difficulty. He is known for comedic long plays of games on very high difficulties and yep. he's known for his hilarious narrative of the on-screen gameplay especially when he is failing at it. Oh yeah.
1: He'll he'll try to fake that he fails but sometimes,
0: but you know. Uh, the, the funniest part, he's like I'm going to cut this out later and he leaves it in like <laughs> we do. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out hey. later. Nope. <laughs> so his first or oldest video on his YouTube channel. Because you know Everybody deletes one, right? So it might not be his actual first, but it is his Mm -hmm. oldest video. Is Spelunky, How to Get to Hell, Mm 70,000 views. That is seven years ago. And then he followed that up with What Dark Souls Has Done to Me. (laughs) Wow. Um, But that was released on March 16, 2013. It has 70,000 views, which is pretty good for a channel when it first started off. And I love this thumbnail, so there's that. How oh, to yeah. get to hell. I don't I
1: think, think I've ever played Spelunky. Uh, I he
0: either. played it a lot in the beginning of his channel. But I love this comment. To be honest, getting to hell is actually harder than hell itself. <laughs> <laughs> not the case for Terraria. No, no, it is not. So what is his most popular video? Everybody wants to know. Indy, what's your most popular video? Okay, let's see. I wonder Sorry,
1: if he hates his most popular video like I hate mine.
0: You know what? Comment and comment down below, buddy, and tell us. Is this your most hated video? Because it is Five Nights at Freddy's, it's a FNAF video. And it's April mm-hmm. Fools twenty sixteen.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean the he did he release it. When Five Nights of Freddy's was at its like absolute height of popularity. Yep.
0: 2016, April Fool's. Kind of like our Halo April Fool's, you know? I think that's still (laughs) going up in views. We're like at 2,000 already on that video. Wow. (laughs) Anyways, uh, so that was released on April 1st, 2016. It has almost 8.5 million views. And it's got 2,000 since I wrote this outline. So it's still gaining views at a steady Mm -hmm. rate. All right. Evergreen. Oh, my God. I hate hate FNAF. I hate FNAF. So creepy. (laughs) Anyways.
1: I've, I've never found it scary.
0: I, I, it, it's Honestly, market, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dolls coming to life freaks me out, man. I think it's Chucky, and then
2: I'm not that afraid anymore. You know? Chucky is <laughs> the most ridiculous setup. Set I have tried to watch his movies. It's a doll. Just kick it. <laughs> I don't understand how they can like hold people down, stab you, and stuff. It doesn't make any sense.
1: This
2: is like super off topic, but it's just real quick.
1: Have you guys heard that Nick Cage is starring in a Five Nights at Freddy's inspired movie?
0: are you freaking kidding me i hope he's i hope he's ready can he can, uh, he, can he catch on fire and go full on
1: <laughs> yeah he's he's uh it's called willie's wonderland and he plays the night guard oh this is like the
0: creepy version of night at the museum i'm actually really excited for that movie
1: <laughs> I, I mean it's nick cage i have to see it. Is he gonna find All the right, declaration
0: sorry. of independence and escape um anyways <laughs> so what do we like about indy mouse's channel uh,
1: he's hilarious. His editing is very unique. It's fast-paced, so that people like me, who are all constantly changing the video, can watch it all the way through and be entertained. Mm-hmm. And he, I, he has a good taste in music. Very good taste in music. And I have actually discovered some very good bands from him. So, and, I, and plus, I just, you know, he plays Souls games. I don't play them, so I get to watch them.
0: Live vicariously through him yep yep so i Mm. don't know
1: i like i like souls games but at the same time it's like i'm done with them now there's too many of them
0: i just suck at them so (laughs) (laughs) i love his dry like subtle humorous commentary throughout the video because it's like if you're not paying attention to what he's saying all you hear is like that his his i don't even i don't even recognize australian accent when he's talking to be honest with you i I usually don't notice the australian in him because he's just got this, like, dry, like, low like low voice <laughs> going on during most of his videos. It's like, If you're not paying attention, it just sounds like mumbles, you know? But then when you just start listening, it's like, oh, this guy, he's going to get me again. Or, like, oh, this freaking bug just came out of nowhere. And I was like, what the heck? Yeah, I <laughs> recently like,
1: got my brother into him, and he loves him.
0: He, his, <clears throat> I can't even, like, fake, like, I'm impress- doing an impression of him. He's just hilarious. Like, I don't know how you can talk as well as he does while playing a game and then to (laughs) edit it down has to take forever because these are like 45 minute videos of like a 12 13 20 40 hour playthrough you know who knows Mm -hmm. oh yeah
1: and he plays them at high difficulty i'm trying it with paper mario so (laughs) i i might i don't know how many deaths he cuts out i'm i'm just assuming he's a
2: god gamer (laughs) Yeah, maybe he doesn't cut anything out and this is actually the entire thing (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah he just beats it in 40 minutes he just glitches
2: exactly I mean that makes
0: total sense right <laughs> I dare him to be Far Cry uh, 4 in 15 minutes is that it be... the fourth one well, or the third one I can't remember now I think it's 4 that's the one I beat in 15 minutes I think you're, I think you're right. I think it's the fourth one. Anyways. Oh,
1: where you just were you, you just, just, just sit, sit at the table. Right
0: I would yep. love to hear him just like having a conversation with himself while the guy's sitting at the table, and you hear all the screaming in the background. Like that would be a hilarious video. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna beat this game in 15 good, minutes,
1: guys. A good April Fools'
0: video. <laughs> that would be. That'd be a great April Fools' video. Yeah, just keep be. that in, keep that in your back pocket, Mister Indy Mouse, and uh, you know you can give us some credit in the uh, credits roll out from that video. <laughs> Anyway, um, I really enjoy his commentary during his videos. It's it's just mm. subtle, hilarious, and it describes like exactly what would be going on in my mind when this stuff's happening. Like, oh look, another cockroach! in uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, Hollow Hollow Knight, and he calls uh, it Hollow Souls. I love that video, and I need to play Hollow Knight. Like, I think that Hollow Souls video was by far my favorite one he's done. Um, what did you think? Well, did you get a chance to really yeah, dig no, into so the same content? Yeah, it
2: fun and really entertaining. It's, this kind of video is hard for me to actually get into, so there's not very many people that I watch. So if, if you're funny and entertaining and have good commentary, it's I feel like it's sort of rare. A lot of people can make videos like this, but not a lot of people actually put, like, personality into it. And it, he has, you know, boundless personality. <laughs> so, um <laughs> nice. I, I don't know. I find it very entertaining, and, and like Indy was saying, like it actually keeps me watching because of the editing. Um, whereas it's sometimes crazy. I just I, like I, I can't focus on a video
0: like this, and I won't watch it.
1: Yeah, it's very fast paced.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, oh, and
1: on, he okay. needs to
0: bring back his comment reading videos too, because those are hilarious. They
1: are. But uh, honestly, just the way the videos are edited too, like they're just edited very well, like very professionally. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like he knows the perfect moments to put in
0: it's really good this one i remember clicking and i I was like no way he did grim fandango like this is such an oddball game for him to do and i love it this this Mm is probably my second favorite video he's done and it it, it really should get more views Seventy thousand views this video took some effort because he's like going through his shelf in the beginning you'll see in a second where he's like i wonder what game i could bring out to like really showcase pc gaming from like the 90s or whatever and he's like looking through his shelf and he picks up a bunch of popular games and some not so popular games he's like you know what grim fandango like what
1: (laughs) (laughs) can we also acknowledge that since 2014 his hair has not changed at all (laughs) like it's the same length same everything
0: He's gone for it's that, uh, you know, never-changing Peanut Butter Gamer style, right? Like, never change the way you look.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Peanut Butter Gamer, I mean, his hair, like, for a bit got really long.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. So, mm-hmm. what are some things we think Indie Mouse could do to improve his channel? I do I'm honest- quick ones.
1: I'm honestly blank on this because, I mean, not to fucking, like... <laughs> you know, worship or anything, but I don't know. He, he's he's pretty much makey Jakey levels to me. Like he's, I can watch his videos over and over, and the, I don't know. I can't answer this.
2: Yeah, I mean his content is phenomenal, but I'll I'll do one nitpicky thing. If you go back to his homepage, that banner tells me nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it's also my, kind of my... terrifying.
1: <laughs> My banner doesn't really tell you anything either, so well At we least know they you're a gaming playing channel.
0: games, yeah. Yeah, you're gaming yeah, in the true. in the background.
1: Mm-hmm. Honestly, the first thing I think of when I see that banner is just life has many doors, Ed buys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I think of. So I think, I, I just say keep it.
0: I, I, I don't think Will's saying to change it. He's just saying it's not it's not uh, um oh, it's not gonna tell people yeah. what your channel's all about. Yeah,
2: but... like a new viewer will if he they see that like I don't know what he does. <laughs> Yeah, is he a werewolf? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I understand that. It just yeah. makes me think of Rolf, the son of a shepherd.
0: <laughs> I uh, I would like to see him do um, a look like more of his commentary videos again. Like I I know he he's really focusing on the gaming lately, but I went back and watched a whole bunch of his old reading the comments videos, and his just dry humor works so well when he's just reading these comments. Like you know just just dead reading it like just you you know for a fact that he's sitting there laughing in the back of his head reading these comments but he just mm-hmm. like subtle dead you know just like not even commenting on it and then all of a sudden he'll make a quippy humorous comment about the comment and if you're not paying attention it's the kind of subtle humor i really enjoy but if you're not paying attention you miss it and then by the end you're like what did i just watch you go back oh my gosh this guy is freaking hilarious because he's got his humor just hits so right for me on all of these these comment- commentary-type videos because he's got, like, the same kind of... Like, the way I think about things when I read them, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs>
3: yeah. But
0: I could not just read these comments the way he does without quipping in the middle of it. Like, I, I, I could not do it. I could not read these comments out loud. I'll show you this video. Um, but anyways, what do you got, uh, Andy? You got nothing still, or...? Not really. I mean,
1: I do want to say... And this, I know this isn't at all like what you have in the script, but I found him. Did you ever see a uh, good, good YouTube rewind or whatever he called it?
0: I don't know if I did.
1: Yeah. Indie mouse made a video because YouTube rewind 2018 happened and um, it was bad. And then Indie mouse made good YouTube rewind 2018 and that's how I found him, actually.
0: Oh, I did watch this. I take it back. I saw this, yeah. Because he and made honest- one, and PewDiePie made one, and yep. a whole bunch of people did.
1: And honestly, the video is great, but when Brutal Moose came on in the video, that's when I was like, okay, this guy likes Brutal Moose. I need to fucking check out his other videos. <laughs> and I was I was hooked ever since. So, uh, Brutal Moose, good YouTuber.
0: Oh, yeah. Um... I'm trying to think what else I can... I had another comment. I'm I'm sorry. I'm running on, like, two hours sleep in the last 48 hours. <laughs> right now, so, like, You're my good. brain is just, like, dead. Um, I would like to see him try some, like, non-horror... Some, like, just, like, really, really, like, uppity-style games and see what he does.
1: <laughs> like Paper Mario. Yeah,
0: like, can you imagine no, him no. playing Paper Mario and just, like, <laughs> having this droll, subtle, like really good humor with paper mario just like ah screw this mushroom Is that, or i would <laughs> love to see him play mario odyssey or oh my Mario gosh. 64 and then just call it like odyssey souls or something <laughs> that'd be interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. or or have him play like a completely like weeb game like tokyo mirage sessions
1: <laughs> he did kind of he, he played uh fucking what's that game called uh code vein
0: oh did he i don't that one that's about as
1: weeb as you can get <laughs> yeah waifu
0: souls <laughs> oh geez yeah he did play that one i missed that one altogether soul wars yeah, was... oh fall in order okay
1: yeah that code vein is pretty much bloodborne and dark souls but
0: anime super mario souls 2 okay oh that's right he, he does played get out there mario maker i
1: need to watch those
0: i what love how it? his like mouse icon comes on and, and it's gotten like more dead as time goes on
1: yeah
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah.
1: I regret not buying his Shocktober merch because that was some good merch. Like it looked good. I ho- I kinda hope he got- does Shocktober again this year.
0: Oh, also his zoom ins on the camera. I love that fact that he actually like takes a screen, and, like zooms in on something that's interesting. Yeah. A lot honestly, of a lot of people don't take the time to do that in their edits. My new editing style I honestly is heavily inspired by him. So Indie Mouse you should uh Check out Indie Timmy's next new video. And then let him know what you think. That'd be really cool. Um, I also appreciate the fact that after six was it six years, twenty fourteen? No, eight years. After eight years he's still going strong on YouTube and he's oh, more yeah. popular than ever before. So what are our well, predictions? I mean, it, oh, sorry.
1: Well, so it just it, it makes sense that he would still be going strong because there's not a lot of YouTubers who make let's play videos like him. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I can call it let's plays. They're just the only other YouTuber I know of is Pong Sifu. Hmm.
0: And he described, like, his commentary flows so well, too. Not a lot of people appreciate the fact that he can just roll off comment after comment after comment after comment after comment and then edit it together so cleanly that it just feels like one long conversation. It's all scripted, it's all I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is some serious skill. <laughs>
1: Do you guys remember when that was like a thing people would fucking uh, accuse Let's players of? Your your script. This is scripted. This isn't genuine. <laughs> I remember that being a, a thing that people would accuse. Like PewDiePie was accused of that a lot.
0: Like he would like, like you he sh- would script his screams. Yeah, he, he would script
1: what he would say. He would script when he'd say it. It's like really, and of course that's not a thing anymore. But weird time, weird time.
2: Mm-hmm. I was like, I, why would I even really care? If it's scripted. That's true.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, fucking your TV series that you watch is scripted. What? You're keeping up with the Kardashians are
2: scripted. No, it's not. That's real life, man.
1: (laughs) How dare you?
0: (laughs) Oh, and people say video games are a waste of time. What are they talking about?
1: (laughs) Your your fucking Duck Dynasties is scripted.
0: Unacceptable. Unacceptable. (laughs) You know what? This is to... this podcast is unscripted.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's I'm he's gonna lying to have my sweet tea right
1: now. He's yeah. lying. He, he he emailed me a script a while ago.
0: <laughs> he's saying exactly what I told him. No. Yeah. Um anyways, uh I already offered to have any mouse on here. He said he doesn't really do podcasts, so uh, I hope he enjoys this video. <laughs> that was just a nice way of saying no. <laughs> <laughs> He did make a joke. I don't know if you guys saw this on his Twitter feed. This is the last comment I'm going to make. He made a joke. He's like, the four pillars of the Australian gaming team are going to make a podcast. And he had, like, Skill Up and, like, three other guys. And I recognize their names. He's like, it's going to be the Pillars of Australia podcast or something like that. And then people were like, what? Is this happening? He was like, nah, it ain't happening. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you're such a jokester. Such a... (laughs) Like your fans are gonna be so angry.
1: I <laughs> honestly I like it when a guy a personality on the online can do that. Mm-hmm. He's funny. Just joke around like that and not be afraid of like maybe anger.
0: Right. Like I, I hate it when I make a joke online and like the people that are involved in the joke, like, this isn't funny, dude. Like, like but like skill ups probably like this is fine, I don't care. <laughs> and uh, hopefully well, he's on good terms it, with all it, them. It, this guy's funny, Chris. <laughs> That was harsh. All right, we should end this. <laughs> Before Will just ends my career on YouTube. Yeah. All right, as always, I'm Chris. And oh, I'm wait, a... what about oh, the shoot. predictions? Predictions for <laughs> his channel. What are we doing? We failed at this. I'm sorry, Indie Mouse. I hope that you get some kicks out of this video. <laughs> what do you got, Will? What do you think?
2: I think he's going to continue to grow. I see that his numbers aren't as, like, he hasn't peaked in a while, but. I think he's going to keep going. He has really awesome content if he changes his banner to something that, you know, <laughs> reflects reflective of it. You know? <laughs> no. I, I, if he branches out a little bit in, in some of the content, cause I think some of it's a little bit similar to itself. Um, and I, I don't see why the YouTube algorithm wouldn't favor him, because I, I like his content, and his content's really popular still. So, yeah, I, I don't see him going anywhere but up.
0: Yeah. How about you, okay. Other the other indie? <laughs>
1: I kind of agree I mean as you know obviously playing topical games is good but if I I feel like if he keeps going back towards older games like Devil May Cry people will subscribe to him for that too because I want to see him play Devil May Cry 2 and I want to see him rage at that fucking tank fuck the tank boss in Devil May Cry 2 that's all I have to
0: say oh no he did Doki Doki Literature Club how did I yep. miss this
1: I plan on watching that here soon.
0: Oh, man. I got to go back and watch this now. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the weirdest, horrific game I've ever seen somebody play. I watched, I watched PewDiePie's Let's Play of it. Um, anyways. Uh, <laughs> as, uh, as always, I say he will be successful. What?
1: A... Okay. I was about to say, what are your predictions? But
0: He will be very successful. I think, if anything, he'll hit a million next year. That would just, be cool. Just cover mm-hmm. like... Halo Infinite or something, you know? And rage he... about Craig, and he'll be good to go. Rage about Craig. That would be such an easy joke to make. I don't think he'll go sink that low. I think he'll have something better to say. <laughs> he sink that low. <laughs> yeah, my, my humor is really low, Chris. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, did he do Halo Reach? No, it's, I don't... it came up no, as Halo Reach. So you look, I was about to say, I don't I think up. he's done
1: a Halo game.
0: Do a Halo game, dude. I'll make sure the Hidden Xperia watches it. <laughs> Yeah, we have that kind of pool. <laughs> we we yeah, do, though. We kind of do. <laughs> yeah, there's a I I will punch tweet him too. about he it he will not respond, but I know he got the message. <laughs> he always responds when I message him. Well, maybe then DM. I don't know. If only the act man would actually respond. Anyways, um, <laughs> as always, I'm Chris. And I'm Will.
1: I'm Indy, the other one.
0: The other Indy. And Indy Mouse, go check him out. Do it. <laughs> You'd be his hero forever. Anyways. Um... We will see you on the next Crowcast. Bye, guys. This is the Krillcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. I'm Andy, And today is what, Will? It's Wild Call Wednesday. But First also we'll called...
2: It. Conversations
0: <laughs> with the Krillcast. And who are we having a conversation with today? Oh, me, Andy.
1: I <laughs> know I was supposed to say, I thought Will was going to say like... Yeah, well, I wasn't
0: sure either, so I figured I'd just let there be a silence. I'm just confusing <laughs> everybody. That's just how this goes. Um... <laughs> So today, we're having our conversation with Indy, and if you don't remember, we actually had five episodes with Indy back earlier in 2019, and then we reviewed Indy with Doodlebug, who did the artwork right right there. See that? That really mm-hmm. cool persona artwork. <laughs> and uh, so today, we're going to be interviewing Indy Timmy. Indy. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. And uh, so yeah, it's all about Indy Timmy. One of our close friends on the podcast, one of the uh, f- one of the early people that recognized our entertainment value and made sure <laughs> to boost our egos up right in the beginning, so we didn't quit. So, uh, oh,
1: dude, you guys, you guys do good videos. I mean, you flow really well.
2: Well, we appreciate that definitely, except for the silence of like who's supposed to introduce Indy. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that's just Chris's fault.
0: That is my yeah, fault. Exactly. I will take full blame for that one. <laughs> Alright, Will, why don't you ask him that first question I'm going to pull up a video to put in the background What inspired you to create your YouTube channel?
1: Alright, so this is a story So, I'm going to start this off with asking Do any of you guys know what Scleroderma is?
0: Uh, no Do you? Will? Um, I don't think so Should I Google that?
2: Uh, I
1: am trying to remember how to spell
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like is that a, is, is it something to do with skin? I, I heard derma in there.
1: Okay, scleroderma or systemic skill systemic skil. Skill, wow, I'm having a stroke. Scleroderosis is a chronic connective tissue disease, generally classified as one of the autoimmune rheumatic diseases.
2: Is that when it turns your muscles into the bone?
1: Kind of. It, it hardens your skin and stuff. And my dad has scleroderma, but he has the very rare case of having it in the body. So it's oh. on the, on the organs. Mm-hmm. And it pretty much causes his organs to barely function. And uh, it's made life hell for him, admittedly. And what inspired me to make you, my YouTube was I noticed that, like, Mark and Jack and all those people would, like, stream for charity. And, like like charity i want to give give to charity so i kind of made it with that in mind and then i also got the idea of maybe making a charity in the future to start raising money to maybe help my dad like take his life back and so that's kind of that was kind of what started it
0: i hope that uh one day you'll get there man that that's uh that's really cool that you're trying to do that
1: Oh yeah, my fam, dude, I would do anything for my family.
0: Is the there most... much known about
2: that disease or no?
1: Sadly no. There isn't like because there isn't much known about it, there's not a lot of funding that goes into a cure for it. Yeah. Well, it's... it's also because like most of the people who have it, they have it on the outer skin, so it's not as bad. And my dad is actually the longest living person with his type. Hmm. Cuz he was supposed to not be here in two thousand.
0: Oh and wow. here he is oh, wow. twenty okay. he's yeah. here twenty years later. I mean I'm happy to hear that, that's for sure. Um oh, yeah. I, I think isn't that the one that uh Barry the disease that Barry Sanders' sister had? I thought maybe. that was what the one she had something like that. I remember when I looked up the Barry Sanders biography like forever ago. Um I thought she had that maybe. Maybe Sanders uh, sister.
1: He also uh, survived cancer twice. So there's that too.
0: He's a fighter. He is,
1: he is a superhuman. He's someone I look up to.
0: Oh yeah, You're, you are. I've always come across to me as a very family-oriented person, um, and I oh, always appreciate that about you.
1: Like I'm pretty much best friends with my mom, and I'm all. I always consider myself very lucky to be able to say that like me and my mom watch all kinds of movies together like she got me into horror <laughs>
3: hmm.
1: she get, she made me into the horror lover that i am because she's she, one day i was like five years old and said tim you want to watch a movie sure what are you watching now and it's like we're watching halloween you know <laughs> michael myers murdering people
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> watch my five-year-old son let me watch that with awesome. you. <laughs> but,
0: that would be me uh, with my kid <laughs> <laughs> is but, that yeah, i wouldn't is that the same I, thing Scleroderma. Yep, scleroderma. So that is what Barry Sanders' sister had. I know he donates to charities that try to um, treat that. Okay.
1: So, yeah. That's awesome.
0: Sorry, I just remembered hearing that before one time in my life. No, and...
1: you're good. I'm glad someone who is in the media is talking about scleroderma because there's not
0: mm-hmm.
1: enough people talking about it. And Absolutely. that saddens me. Because I, I do want to help my dad get his life back. And the YouTube was the big thing about it. I just didn't expect to have as much fun as I am now to have, with it.
0: <laughs> well, that's the more... Honestly, other than, you know, your very passionate reason for starting, um, having fun with your channel is definitely something that can keep you going. Um, oh, yeah. Because a lot of times people burn out when they're not enjoying what they're doing. Yep. Well, and honestly,
1: I didn't have... I had lost my passion for gaming before YouTube, but YouTube definitely brought it back. And I've met some amazing people through YouTube.
0: Fucking example right here. I'm on your (laughs) guys' show. (laughs) Well, we love having you on, man. You're a cool dude. Mm -hmm. Thank you.
1: I appreciate it. I like being on here.
0: Speaking of uh, YouTube, social media, and meeting people, how would you describe your relationship with YouTube and social media?
1: So when it comes to like – Social media, I am definitely an introvert, but I am an extrovert in real life. Huh. Like if if you look at my Twitter, it's mostly me announcing videos, but I've I've been a little bit better about tweeting and stuff like that. I try to get more into conversations with Twitter and stuff like that. And Discord. I mean, I used to have my own uh, public Discord server, but that I I shut that down because <laughs> I don't even talk in other Discord servers. Why, well, how would that work?
0: So. <laughs> I think I'm in a mod in, like, three Discord servers that I don't participate in. Oh, my God. Yeah. I <laughs> in never my, sign into Discord, ever.
1: In my relationship with YouTube, I mean, so, like, what What do you mean by, completely by this question? Like, the company itself, or? No, like, just,
0: like, uh, your chan- like your relationship with your channel, essentially. Like, how, how do you feel about how it's progressed for you, your will comments and like you know various subscribers over the years and you know how how has the Um, channel worked out for you so far in in your own mind
1: I feel like everyone has that part of their YouTube channel that they hate and that they're not proud of at all Uh, mine is the Undertale side of it I wish it didn't happen because my most popular videos are of me ranting about the Undertale fandom and I hate it (laughs) Um, but aside from that like I have learned skills from YouTube, so I've, you know, I've gotten a lot better with it. I've gotten better at editing and I'm not the shy little boy that I used to be. I talk a lot more. So I feel like my relationship with my YouTube channel is pretty good. Aside from that dark place that we don't talk about.
2: All right, Will, you got that next question. Uh, Do you prefer live streaming or produced videos?
1: Definitely produced videos, but I do love live streaming as well because I do enjoy. I, I I guess I don't know. I go through phases. I go through phases where I prefer just recording videos alone, but I also go through phases of like I love being able to talk to the viewers. So it's kind of on and off of which one I prefer. But I will a lot of always.
0: Time. Oh, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry. I just know you're good. I right just
1: no, you're good. I just I'll always enjoy talking to the viewers because it it does create an experience that you could never get while recording.
0: And I've noticed a lot of times you do it right. Where like, I see a lot of people who live stream pick a game where it's like, you need to focus on the game and you can't focus on the chat where you oh. like pick like Minecraft or like animal crossing or, you know, one of those like more casual games where you can kind of sit back, relax, watch the yep. chat. go. And up. you always shout me out whenever I comment. It makes me feel good. <laughs>
1: Well, and uh, you know, or I'll always play games that I have played thousands of times where I don't really need to, like Luigi's Mansion. I so currently I'm doing this thing every Sunday. I am I made a pact with myself when I was like twelve to beat Luigi's Mansion hundred times, the GameCube version. Said so I can have one hundred next to my file. I'm going to do that every Sunday. I'm going to stream Luigi's Mansion until that's done.
0: <laughs> uh, how, how? What's your fastest speed run of Luigi's Mansion at this point? Uh,
1: I think like two hours.
0: That's pretty quick.
1: Yeah. I mean, if I, and that's like getting all the treasure. So if I were to like not get all the treasure and stuff, I feel like I could beat it like
0: in an hour. That's really fast. Holy cow. I I Mm -hmm. need to, I need to actually play the game. I've owned it for a long time now.
1: (laughs) So I honestly, I love the GameCube, but I, the 3DS version, the 3DS remake of Luigi's Mansion, in my opinion, is the way to go.
0: Maybe, uh, when we, uh do our little gig with dot slash frag. Maybe we'll play Luigi's Mansion, Will. I will. Okay.
1: Def- I'll definitely watch that.
0: We'll talk about that off-air with you. Tell you what's going on if you want to hear about it. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Next question. What is the most interesting thing to happen to you since your channel was created?
1: Um, the, the fact the that people...
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, That's been a fun experience.
1: Honestly... The fact that people take time out of their day to listen to a man ramble to himself. And the fact that indie game developers will f- give me their indie games that they've worked tirelessly to make for free to put on my channel and for me to play. That's just stuff like that. It's it's always mind-blowing to me. What
0: was the uh, coolest Developer, as far as people you've talked with since you've been doing the channel, like, is there any developers that you got to talk to more than just say, like, hey, send a download code, and then they're off on their merry way until you review it?
1: Um, I've honestly, I've kept in touch somewhat with uh, the developer of Lost in Vivo. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I I don't know. I felt like we would both feel the same way about Silent Hill, and he does. and we just started talking and I still I don't talk to him all the time but I do keep in touch with him I think that was one of the
0: games we covered on our uh, indie games for 2020 wasn't it when we talked about those
1: um, I'm pretty sure yeah I think uh, Red from Colors of Gaming talked about
0: it that's what it was yeah when we covered Red we talked about Lost in Vivo for a minute Um, yep
1: and um, if anyone who has not played it who loves horror or Silent Hill what are you doing with your fucking life (laughs) play
0: it there you go, from the mouth of indie, go play it.
1: <laughs> it's it was my it was my game of 2018. All
2: right, Will. I... I don't even remember that year. I couldn't even tell you what my game of the year was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember that Starlink Battle for Atlas also came oh. out in 2018, which mm-hmm. people people need to play the Switch version. People want a good Star Fox game. Play Starlink. He's in it's it, right, for the Star Nintendo Fox version. Game. Yeah, and they honestly... Okay, so I know this is completely off-topic,
0: but... This is your episode, man. You do what you do.
1: In Starlink Battle for Atlas, they released a DLC that made it so you could play as all of the Star Fox crew throughout the main game. And it didn't originally have that. For this DLC, they had the cast for those characters come back and like voice original lines for the entire game for that DLC. Detail. Awesome. That is detail. I mm-hmm. love that.
0: That's really cool. You don't see that happen very often.
1: No mm-hmm. they they were very they were very detailed with this game and I love it and I wish more people played it and it's, it's a fun game. Like I compare it to uh, No Man's Sky mixed with Star Fox.
2: Honestly. Huh. Well, Arlo bought like all of the copies. <laughs> Did you ever see that episode? He bought like thirty or something.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> and I I do understand, like, a lot of people avoided the game because the guns you have to buy separately. And, yeah, okay, I can understand that. But I don't know. It's worth it to me. And, honestly, the final boss of that game, if you play as a Star Fox character, he'll actually say, like, maybe I should go to Corneria next. And it's like, <laughs> fuck. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> like, you know that line was only added because of Star Fox. That mm-hmm. is oh, 100%. Yeah. Fan service, and it's awesome.
1: I've also heard that the Nintendo Switch version actually runs better.
0: Hmm. Maybe they optimized the... it.
1: Maybe. Yeah, than the PS4 and Xbox One version. Yeah, maybe.
0: So, and, uh, is it one of your top five games?
1: I'd say top 10 games.
0: Top 10. I
3: don't,
1: it's too hard to choose between five. Uh, it's always 10. Better, I could go the Nostalgia Critic route and say 11. <laughs>
0: Cranking up to eleven.
2: Um, <laughs> Will, why don't you get that next question in? All right. Uh, what is the most rewarding part for you as a content creator?
3: When
1: I will always say this: when someone says that I was able to make them laugh or smile from my videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had people say that I inspired them to make stuff or to do something, and that will always be rewarding. <laughs> it's it's the great, it's the best feeling, man. When some I've I've had. I had that moment where someone actually said I helped with the depression and it's like oh, oh. totally like worth it <laughs> yeah I, I suffered with depression for five plus years so I, I know how that is so and honestly Tobuscus and PewDiePie helped with my depression
0: Tobuscus I actually so, don't think I've watched Tobuscus but I've definitely watched PewDiePie
1: oh, to, 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 Tobuscus sadly is kind of like out of the limelight now he still posts, but he's not as popular as he was, but he's, I still like him, but he was, he was the first channel I ever subscribed to. Fun fact.
0: Hmm. Fun fact. What are some things that you've learned while creating the content you make on YouTube?
1: Oh, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I'm, I've learned that I'm an audiophile now that I I will always try my best to make my audio sound better. Um, I've learned that computers are expensive.
3: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I've learned a lot about video editing. I've learned a- more about coding than I ever thought I would. I've learned a lot about modding. So, game modding, not chat modding. I do chat mod, <laughs> though. So, um, I've learned a lot. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I learned from YouTube. I think audio mixing is probably my favorite thing that i've learned though because i always try to make my audio sound as best as i can
0: yeah and your audio comes out crystal clear every time and yeah it's one of the one of the better narrative audio of any of the youtube channels i watch a lot of people are just lazy they just don't care (laughs) you know thank you
1: yeah no i uh for anyone wondering i have an at2020 technica mic
0: hey that's the same one i've got
1: (laughs) But I also well. Do you have the USB version or the the USB? Yep. Okay, I have the the other one, the condensed the condenser mic that plugs into an audio
0: mixer. They are both um, condenser mics. It's just that the audio mixing occurs in software with the USB version.
1: Yeah, it shows how much I know about mics. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would. I mean, honestly, you know, preferably the physical audio mixer is always better. But
1: oh yeah, I I remember when I finally like learned about that stuff and had the money for it. it's like yes i'm, I'm gonna
0: buy this 100 mm-hmm. percent i just got a usb mic because i was lazy <laughs>
1: well and honestly like audio mixer and fucking these types of mics that's a, it's a lot of money
0: oh yeah they're expensive and i got this mic a decade ago when i was producing music so i just wanted something simple plug into the computer mm-hmm. and use with my uh audio software so
3: okay
1: that makes sense Mm -hmm. i don't know i am i'm i'm past i can't be lazy anymore (laughs) i'm past that if i were to be lazy my i would staple my ears shut just because i wouldn't be able to listen to my own audio (laughs) fair enough i'm very judgmental towards my audio now (laughs) not talking to you Siri.
0: (laughs) was that your phone trying to talk to you or something yeah for some reason
1: siri my i think my siri's broken siri siri yeah she doesn't activate but if i just say like are you serious or something randomly she'll activate why
0: <laughs> so serious <laughs> yeah
1: or sometimes something that won't even sound like serious or siri will come out and she'll activate like mm. judgment one time and she activated
0: yes, creepy <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, I was having a conversation at work the other day, and somebody's like, "You need to speak more clearly." And then Siri chimed in and said, "I didn't get that. What were you saying?" And I was <laughs> like, "Really?
1: Like, you need to speak more clearly."
0: <laughs> I guess I'm really messing up if Siri doesn't understand me. Either. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, I know, like, I know
1: some, I know some people have said that I tend to talk too fast sometimes.
0: Oh, I I definitely talk too fast, and I interrupt people all the time. It's a problem. (laughs) I know it's a problem. When you get so excited, you know?
1: Yeah. (laughs) No, that's understandable.
2: It's also how my family talks. Like, if I don't interrupt someone, I will never get to speak. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's how me and my friends are. Like, everyone will be talking at the same time, and whoever's the loudest, they're listened to. Mm
0: -hmm. So,
1: there's no indoor voice for me and my friends.
0: (laughs) That's the, you know, that's the way you like it to be, though, right? It means you're all comfortable around each other, and you just, you know, do your thing. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, and it's so weird, because when we're drunk, it's completely different. <laughs> like we're, we're so quiet when we're drunk.
0: <laughs> that's funny. It's like, it's super <laughs> boisterous. You guys must be drunk. Nope, haven't even started.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we're loud and obnoxious when sober. But then as soon as we're drunk, we're like,
0: hey, So <laughs> You want to play some beer
1: pong we're <laughs> just super calm
0: oh that's funny well that kind of answers part of will's next question but yeah, you should it ask is. it anyways yep what do you do in your downtime when you're not online? apparently drink and
2: get quiet uh,
1: <laughs> well I, I i usually drink on special occasions because i don't want to make a habit of it mm-hmm. so like the last time i got drunk was new year's when i was playing pokemon uh sword and shield
0: that's but, uh, a that's a good way to I think you told us this last time. Yeah, I think time. you did. Probably.
1: <laughs> but uh other things I tend to do is I when I'm not posting to YouTube, I'm watching YouTube. I my life is on YouTube now. I don't watch much TV anymore.
0: Hmm. I'm it's always just... listening to something, so I get that. Yeah. Yep.
1: And uh pretty much hanging out with the family too when they're home. So it's pretty much my I'm a boring person <laughs> in my downtime. And I, I'm always surprised when people like, hey, vlog your day. It's like, okay, let me vlog me sitting around on the couch all
3: day.
0: <laughs> you know what? Maybe maybe a vlog would be pressure that you don't need in your life because it's like, all right, <laughs> I got to go, go do something extremely interesting today to make this vlog work. I always feel like that's what vloggers end up doing. It's like you just got to make yourself larger than life every single day. And it's like that would just be stressful. Just eat potato chips, man. No one else okay. doing it. <laughs> Mukbang. Mukbang vlog. <laughs>
1: when, I, when I am doing something special, I'll sometimes vlog it. Like, we went to an apple orchard where it's like an apple mill and stuff, and I vlogged
0: that. Yeah, those are cool. I, I always thought the apple orchards were really neat. Like, my family actually owned one at one point in time. And uh, because of the uh, was it pa- the pasteurizing that got required at some point, my aunt and uncle had to shut it down. Oh, <laughs> It was like my great aunt, and great uncle, actually. But yeah.
1: Yeah, apple cider slushies are the
0: best. Oh, I believe that. I don't think yeah, I've never ever had, had one a slushie, but I have definitely
2: had lots of apple cider.
1: Mm. Oh, sparkling apple cider is where it's at.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's delicious. I don't like apple juice, though. It's disgusting. I bet, Willi- <laughs> I bet Willicorn would like apple juice. <laughs> no, he really hates it.
1: <laughs> I'm just, honestly just. Fuck summer. Give me fall so I can go to an apple orchard again.
0: <laughs> the fall is like the best season of the year. You know, the mosquitoes are starting to die a little more. Um, it's getting, getting cool. a little cooler out. You can wear yeah, your I
2: heavier can't. clothes. No. Uh, and then when fall Halloween. is comes... like Sunday. It's depressing because you know what's coming next. It's like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and like Halloween comes around. And that's the only day where you can legally scare kids. <laughs> I have spent probably almost a thousand dollars on masks for halloween
2: yeah i used to dress up and i would like look like a scarecrow or something like that and pretend like i was a body in my yard the kids oh. would walk up and then i would like sometimes if it was just a little kid i'll just move and they would scream and run away but other times i would like reach <laughs> out and grab the person oh man yeah. it's the greatest thing I, ever
1: i plan on doing that someday because i did it once one year and it was a lot of fun i just i was i ended up being able to be on like a, a post like an actual mm. scarecrow. And if the if the person was old enough, I would just fall on them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The only problem is with that they always risk like getting punched, but it never happened to me.
1: No, it, it didn't happen to me. I almost got kicked in the nuts, but it didn't happen.
2: <laughs>
1: and I'm really glad because that person had the steel toe boots. Oh. So if I wanted kids in the future, that wouldn't happen yeah. after that. <laughs>
0: Um, I was going to say, uh, and I lost my train of thought. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> what did it involve? I can't remember, dude. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. My brain is like halfway working.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's what my mom always does. Like, what did it involve? I don't know how to think about it. And sometimes that'll work. Sometimes I feel you on like three hours of sleep. I was super high last night. And my brother showed me a Mr. Creepypasta video. Oh, no. I'm never, I'm never listening to one of those high again. It went into the deepest crevices of my brain, and I could not sleep. <laughs> and it wasn't even that scary of a story, but it hit me so hard while I was
0: high. I have found that um, when you don't sleep for a while, and you listen to those creepy stories on Reddit, regardless of your current mental condition, they can really seep into the deepest parts of your brain. Oh like, yeah, my imagination goes wild the more tired I get.
1: Yeah, high or tired, those are the worst times to watch or <laughs> read or listen to anything scary.
0: Mm-hmm. Unless like,
1: you love being scared, which I do, but I want sleep.
0: <laughs> That's why it's called R slash No Sleep, because you can't sleep when you listen to the stories. <laughs> um, going forward, what are some goals that you have for your channel? I think we kind of know some of them, but um,
1: pretty much, there's not too many goals right now. It's kind of just whatever happens happens. I mean, the big thing is charity, like the end the the big end goal is help my dad out with making a charity for scleroderma. But I don't know, be get big enough so that I, I'm getting a couple thousand views a video or something. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's nothing. I'm not expecting too big of things.
0: I don't know. <laughs> you, you're even, not um. You're not one of those people that hopped on YouTube and said, "I'm gonna be a star today." Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: No. I,
0: one I month knew from this... now, I'll have a million subscribers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I've always kind of set small goals, like, "Hey, five thousand subs for my birthday," and that actually ended up happening. I was shocked about that. That was really but cool. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. uh Maybe ten thousand subs before the new when New Year hits. That'd be nice.
0: Are you seeing a lot of uh, increases lately?
1: It's it's sometimes it's slow, sometimes it's fast. Uh, let's see. What am I at right now?
0: Hang on. Five. Uh, the Skype windows. Five thousand one hundred and sixty something.
1: Okay. Yeah. So it, it 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 goes up and then it goes down.
0: So it's you know
1: I get like sometimes get two three subs a day. Man, not bad. So, yeah, no, it's not bad at all. Like, I'm still shocked about that.
0: <laughs> Why are you shocked? You make good content, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm actually what shocks me more than anything else is is the view counts on some of your videos. I'm just like, wow, I would have expected a lot more views on these videos because they're so yep. they're so well done.
1: Honestly, I think the problem with that is I switched up stuff that I did a lot with my channel that I think I've scared off a lot of viewers, and they just never unsubbed. Oh, and I also, for the longest time, I never finished
0: games. Oh, yeah, and that, I that still could be, that could yeah, be. I yeah, I still
1: sometimes don't, but I'm getting better about it. And honestly, I feel like this new style that I'm going for, like the indie mouse kind of style, I feel like will make it easier for me for me to beat games because I'm not recording in like small sections now. I'm recording very very large chunks.
0: Yeah. I, I get that like it, because your content would re- almost require you to finish it like the completionist does where he literally has to complete the game basically to put out the video yeah so
1: I think this new style will help me unless people don't like it then I will definitely go back to what, what I was doing which uh, the new Paper Mario is going to be like the deciding factor because hmm. right now I'm playing through that and that's going to be the big montage video I'm looking right forward now, to just,
2: yeah, me too. Oh, thank you. Uh,
1: right now, it's just been indie games, and, like the Ambassador and Shrine, but people seem to have liked and have enjoyed those. And I might honestly, like, for small indie games like that, I might keep this style.
0: Yeah, because a lot of smaller indie games, um, it, it would work really well for, because the games are a little shorter, um, and you, yeah. could, you could edit it down. Much. I would think it would be easier to edit it down, because they're usually shorter.
1: Oh yeah, Shrine took me about an hour and a half to beat and I edited it down to like 12-minute video. And people liked it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And That's I, cool. got I to like add- your
2: uh, Wario
0: playthroughs. Yeah, those oh, were fun. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun.
1: Oh yeah, doing a level an episode, I feel like, allowed it to get done quickly. 100%. Which, which was a lot of... And I was surprised to actually be able to like, get everything in that game. Did you... I discovered actually while playing that Apparently, the Japanese version of Wario World has more content.
0: Hmm. I did not know that.
1: Didn't yeah, know that they, ap- they apparently rushed it out for the States, and then <laughs> for for, J- for Japan, they like were able to work on it more. Hmm. So, like the final boss has a second phase that, Ameri- that the American version doesn't have. I'm pretty sure some of the levels are a little longer.
0: That's really interesting. F- I actually didn't know that. Um yeah. either. What the fuck,
1: Japan? <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: They did it on purpose, clearly, Little Bastards.
1: <laughs> I actually own the Japanese copy, and I'm going to see if it works on my GameCube sometime.
0: Uh, you could do it with an action replay if you got one.
1: I do not, but I'll have to look for one.
0: They're expensive. Hold on. GameCube oh. is, like, super <laughs> expensive right now. I don't know if you know this, oh, but, yeah. like, even uh, Wario Worlds like, pushing $70 plus dollars right now. Damn. I don't know why, but all of a sudden, like, GameCube was always kind of expensive, anywhere between, like, you know, 30 and 60 which for games that came out in the early 2000s I guess it's not that expensive but it is is—it is kind of a high price of admission to get into GameCube collecting especially some yeah. of the more expensive games like Eternal Darkness is like pushing $100 complete now
1: I can understand that, Eternal Darkness is a classic
0: and then for some reason Fire Emblem's like $300 now like okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why that happened
1: I, um, I think it's because of the new Fire Emblem games and they've gone up in
0: hype. I got to check my 3DS copy of Fates and see what that's going for now. Anyways, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I got it. What are some of your favorite video game content
2: creators?
1: Um, I guess Naki Jakey could count. He doesn't do all. Well, does it have to be all video game content and some no, not? No. Or? no, no. Okay, Naki Jakey definitely won. He does do game stuff. Um, John Tron, def I guess John, John could count. He used to do games. Mm-hmm. So John Tron, Nakey, Jakey, uh, definitely Indie Mouse, <laughs> um, Game Grumps, and Oni Plays. Those five. Those are probably my top five
0: guys. What was the last one? I'm sorry. Oni Plays. Oh, Oni Plays. Okay, I think I knew that. I love.
1: I love o- Yeah,
0: it usually figures out what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I love Oni plays.
1: Like they're I don't know, they're they're like very not censored. Like they do censor their swears because for the first minute of the video because that whole thing about if you swear at the first minute of the video you're demonetized. <laughs> but uh after that they don't sense themselves. They're very like new grounds
0: comedy. Yeah, it looks like it.
1: And I I love it. Like they're 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 pretty much like game grumps, except they'll sometimes switch who's on, and it's usually more than two people. And the, I don't know. Oni has this like ability to be able to f- just flow so well with anybody who's on his his show.
0: I love this animation.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this was the. Okay, I need to I need to recommend. Everyone needs to watch Oni Plays' Lord of the Rings Dos video. Oh no. It's it's so fucking good. Like I, that was their first video to reach 1000 or a million views. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it had me in tears. It's it's I mean it's a you wouldn't expect it to because it's a text
0: adventure. Do you want pictures? But...
1: <laughs> yeah it's a it's an old goss text adventure video but oh my god these guys like they end up fucking killing frodo (laughs) (laughs) it's so good they make sam kill frodo
0: that's insane
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's so good i love it it's still like one of my favorite videos to go back to from them
0: yeah, speaking of all of the people you mentioned there, I actually think you would enjoy a guest we previously had on who does like comedy news and video games. You ever watch? FU oh Game yeah, Room? i
1: I watched these. I watched the video with him.
0: He's hilarious. He,
1: he seemed really funny. I need to check him out. He, uh, he seemed.
0: He's a very hard worker too. Like he's constantly doing videos.
1: Oh yeah, it seemed like it. I definitely need to check out some of his videos because he he seemed very entertaining. He seemed really funny, so. I'll definitely need to check him out.
0: And he always, he's always meming on the other like news channels. Like he memes on Spawn Wave. He memes memes on uh, beat 'em ups. He memes on. Oh. Um, I think he. Did, what did he? What did he call himself on? Uh, he did a video called "I ordered." I ordered literal human feces from GameStop, and this is what they sent me. Oh my god! <laughs> he did that on his Bubby's world. I, I'll,
1: def- I'll definitely need to check it out.
0: The best uh, video or best um, comment on here is why did you make this video and why did you post it?
1: <laughs> so it's a cursed why video. Why was this
0: uploaded?
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a cursed video. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, he's looking like, at what he's
1: in a hazmat
0: suit. I ordered literally. <laughs> I human feces from GameStop, and this is what they sent oh, me. Spawn Beat'em Guy. That, no, that's not his real address. To Spawn oh, Beat'em Guy.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. I thought he was, like, doxing himself.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I just got... Sl- Anyways. Um... Oh, you good. <laughs>
1: I'll definitely have to check out that video.
0: What are some okay. of your favorite non-gaming creators?
1: Um, Family Jewels. I know that's an interesting name, but he's a metal YouTuber. He, he does metal covers of uh, game co- of He does metal <laughs> G-U-L-E-S. Oh. <laughs> but he does uh, metal covers of video game songs. Or J-U-L-E-S. God, sorry.
3: <laughs> hey, did like, I
1: say G? You did. <laughs> again, I'm like you. I'm running on like two hours of sleep. Um, Toxic X Eternity.
0: Toxic X Eternity.
1: Yep. I know that sounds like a gamer tag,
0: but <laughs> You know gamer tags and metal bands are just they're they're like the same names nowadays. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
1: Well wow, two two gaming YouTubers. I guess Jontron now that he's not you know, he's not doing games anymore. So I'm cheating, but Jontron. Just because I love him.
0: I still gotta watch a Steven Seagal video. I haven't watched it yet. It's so good. Is it? It is really
1: good. Uh Mr. Creepypasta. I, I I go to him and binge a lot of his stuff. Um I don't know if Penguin or Critical would uh
0: Oh moist Critical. It's it's Penguin Zero. Okay. Yeah,
1: I don't know if he would count. Like he's not always gaming, he's kind of commentary.
0: He's more commentary now unless you go to Twitch. Yeah, so I guess
1: Penguin. He's he would count. Penguin Zero. Like, what a, what a
0: YouTube channel name, Penguin Zero. <laughs> I know.
1: Well, I mean, you know, made it in the Newgrounds era. Right. And recently, uh, Ryan Hollinger. Ryan Hollinger. He is a, a horror. He, he reviews horror movies, and I love it. He's very unique in the way he does it. Huh. And uh, he has is, he is become one of the YouTubers that as soon as he posts, I'm on it. So, definitely Ryan Hollinger.
0: Hey, there you and go, that's... Will. There's a banner you'll like. Dark Nostalgia and Curiosity. Boom. Yeah, there you go. Good. There you yeah. go. <laughs> I it was going to comment and yourself. the last guy had a terrible one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Take payment. notes, guys. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah Critical. I don't, I don't know what that fuck that is. I think it's an original character he made in the game and he's just
0: kept it. Yeah, because <laughs> his name on Twitch is Moist Critical. Yeah. And it's spelled M-O-1-S-T. Like C R Y T I k-a-l or something it's like completely spelled wrong
1: i remember the days when no one knew what he looked like and everyone just assumed he was a fat greasy biker dude (laughs) he had the kind of
0: voice he puts out a lot of um uh karen criticizing videos nowadays
1: yeah (laughs) i remember that i like his uh um moist meter
0: videos (laughs) he's an interesting dude
1: oh i didn't even i guess one more i guess i know we're kind of going back on this but uh gilly the kid for gaming youtubers that's another another gaming youtuber i like he's not too big but he makes he kind of reminds me of like what pbg and space hamster does and he's actually made videos with like kid icarus and stuff nice which Kid Icarus is actually another gaming on YouTube. There's too many. There's too many YouTubers <laughs> that I like. But Kid Icarus is another one. C-A-D-D.
0: And, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I always <laughs> screwed up. I can never spell this one right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Kid Icarus is definitely not. Yeah, there's just oh, yeah. way I just
0: too
1: many. Too, there's way too many. I really like how big he's gotten lately. Like so his videos is way too easy. Yeah, I love that video, yeah. Yeah, I, I like how well he's doing. His recent videos have gotten a lot of views. But, uh, yeah, there, there's too many YouTubers to... What tonight. about that
0: that famous gaming podcast, the Krillcast? Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I obviously watch you guys do Well, he purposely left that out. <laughs> so that I could make you that got, joke.
1: Well, here's, here's the thing. Do you guys consider yourselves more YouTubers or bit shooters?
0: Probably more YouTube. I think YouTube's yeah. our main platform. Okay. For now.
1: So let's say, if that's safe, you consider yourselves more bitch shooters, then it wouldn't work.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, but we just said video game content creators or non-video game content creators. We never said which platform. You decided YouTube. Mm-hmm.
1: That's true. I mean, Magic Zenith and Texan Redwolf are both on Twitch. Yeah. They're both very close friends of mine. Really? So go check them out. And St. Winston. Both very good.
0: Texan very Red good. Wolf, I think... Yeah. He actually has messaged me before. Probably. Sorry, unless you've got a time machine that content is unavailable. Oh,
1: um there's the bottom dashes between text and red and oh. Or I don't know, dash, I don't know what you'd consider underscores. Yeah, underscores.
0: I'm smart. Yeah, okay, Tex yeah, red yeah, red he's Wolf. talked to me before.
1: Yeah. He recently got done playing uh, Destroy All Humans the remake
0: hmm i've heard good things about that game i've heard good oh, things yeah. but i've also heard that like a lot of people are criticizing the art style that they chose because it's so different from the original
1: it kind yeah. of is but it kind of isn't i don't know S- specifically it,
0: it, chris Regan criticized it on twitter he said that it changed like it's not a bad game but it changes the whole theme of it because the the art styles changed so significantly
1: I wouldn't say it's that big of a change I, I, it's it's noticeable but it's not like I hate this game for it noticeable fair but uh yeah and uh Magic Zenith and St. Winston as well now you're going to my twins
0: <laughs> might as well there you go time for Spooky Ghosties, Luigi's Mansion I actually um,
1: haven't streamed in a while I need to look at
0: I, that I've... I found Magic Zenith Oh, yeah. He
1: is. He used to be specifically a rage streamer, but he's kind of <laughs> adapted. I, I got him into randomizers, and he loves streaming Zelda randomizers now.
0: Oh no, <laughs> those are so hard sometimes.
1: Oh, they are. He also does. Uh, what are they called? Crowd, something where the the viewers can affect
0: what happens. Oh, geez, I've I've so seen like some if, of that, and uh, yeah, those if, are hard. If you,
1: pay, if you pay enough, you can just straight up kill the player. <laughs> It's good. And then uh Saint Winston as well. Oh I missed one. Oops. Oh, it's good. And he doesn't stream as much. He streams when he can, but he's very busy. Uh,
0: is it S T Winston or Saint? Uh S A um, I N T. Um don't know if there's an underscore.
1: Bless you. I, I oh, guess yeah. not. Yeah, bless you. That isn't that is not him. <laughs> I guess isn't I guess it's an underscore.
0: <laughs> we have a Twitch, and I constantly just um, sponsor other people essentially, whatever that's called. There he is. He
1: cool. streams GTA, uh, War- Warhammer 40K, uh, Borderlands, all that kind of stuff.
0: Very cool. All right, Will, you got that last question? Yeah, is there anything else
2: that we've missed and you would like to
0: discuss? Whoa, you're roboting me, Will. Hold on, redo
2: that. Redo that. Sorry. Is there anything that we missed that you'd like to discuss?
1: Um not that I can think of. But I do have a question for you guys. What's your goal for your show?
0: (laughs) Make it a full time job for me and Will. (laughs) (laughs) With a full blown studio. No.
1: Actually, I get actually a better question in my opinion. Um, who are some dream guests for your podcast?
0: Obviously, Bill's the Spencer. act man.
2: Yeah. The actor man. Spencer. The, whoever the head person is, head. Sony. can never remember his name. <laughs> I, I don't care to interview him, honestly.
0: I would do Reggie in a heartbeat. Almost. Oh, yeah, Good Reggie. Eye.
1: Oh, yeah, Reggie. <laughs> yes.
0: Or Bowser, but I want Reggie. You know, I when we first down. started, I would have said Spawn Wave, but, you know, now I'm reaching for the stars. I'll take some uh, AVGN. That would be amazing.
1: Oh, Angry Video Nerd. It would be interesting to see if you guys could get uh, Doug the Nostalgia Critic, too.
0: Oh, I did reach out to Irate Gamer, and he said he's thinking about it. Really? Yeah. He said he doesn't really do podcasts, so he'd think about it. Okay. I
1: mean, some for some people, podcasts just, you know, they they don't do it very well. They're better with scripts. He's, he's
0: done off-the-cuff uh, live streams before. Like, he did a 45-minute video where he explained what what happened with avgn back in the day and what like all the things that went down between him and avgn when he first started his youtube channel back in like 06 07 and uh it was really interesting to hear what exactly happened but yeah i would love to have irate gamer avgn um you know uh we did have something where Beat 'Em ups was going to come on and then you know that fizzled out so you know whatever whatever dude (laughs) okay Actually,
1: before we do end this video, I want to mention something real quick. In in the last one that I was in with you guys, did I talk about Equestria Talk? No. I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. So Equestria Talk was an old show me and my brother ran when we were still bronies. And um, pretty much what we did, and I don't know if you're going to be able to find it. But what we did... Yeah, I didn't figure. What we did was we were to interview pretty much more well-known bronies in the fandom. And you know, it was it was a lot of fun, but the biggest thing uh that I might do it. the biggest thing that happened to me with Equestria Talk was do any of you know John DeLancey?
0: That sounds like a name I know.
1: He played he played Q in Star Trek.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, pro- I know exactly you are talking about that, so,
1: that's not him, is it? N- I don't
2: think so. No, it doesn't look like him at all. At all say. <laughs>
1: but, uh, so he plays. <laughs> so there he
2: is. The guy, the really old guy with the grade, that's him. Yeah. He He's played, much younger in this show. But...
1: <laughs> he played Discord in My Little Pony, which is basically kind of a parody of Q. We were able to interview him. Hmm. And that was probably huh. the biggest thing to happen to us.
0: That's actually really cool. <laughs> Oh, yeah,
1: My poor brother was super nervous. Really,
0: really
2: cool. I wonder we if I can also, find him.
1: Maybe. We were also the first people to interview uh, a guy named uh, Wooden Toaster in the fandom. And we were able to be the first people to actually get his voice out there. Mm. Hang on. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Uh, okay, you're not supposed to have any spaces. That's what it is. Between equestrian and talk. Oh, okay. YouTube is very. There, there it is. That one. No, the down. The John Delancey interview.
0: Oh, this one. Oh, there it is. Okay, I see it now. Yep. Oh, this is this is a four-three video. Yeah.
1: Oh, this is, it's old. It it is old. (laughs) And our audio quality was god awful.
0: I'm going to be subscribing to this channel. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine you're not doing anything on there anymore, probably.
1: No, we're, that channel is more than dead.
0: (laughs) But it got
1: bigger than I ever expected.
0: That's cool. And I,
1: some people that I talk to on there, I'm still friends with, so... (laughs)
0: I have found that, like, doing this channel, I've, I've gotten to meet lots of content creators that are real people that I enjoy. So,
2: yeah, that's good. It's always amazing. It's like, oh, yeah, you're a real person.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it sucks when you look up to someone, but you discover they're a piece of shit.
0: <laughs> right? Well,
1: definitely happened to me. Hmm.
0: On that note, no.
1: Such <laughs> 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 a depressing note to end it on.
0: John Delancey. All right. As always, I am Chris. Um,
1: well, and I'm
0: well. I am deep. What's, what's happening, Chris?
1: Good talk.
2: And we will see you uh, next broadcast. Bye, guys.
0: Krillcast. I'm Chris.
2: I'm Lou.
0: I'm Indy. uh who, who are you again? <laughs> I know I we just a, like a... spent 45 minutes <laughs> talking to you yesterday, but you know I, I, my amnesia is really kicking in right now. So why don't you remind people who you are?
1: You should get that looked at. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Let's Player on YouTube, and I post daily gameplay videos. Who is I'm actually switching out my style a little bit to be more inspired by Indie Mouse. So.
0: How did Get I miss this awesome thumbnail you did for the Super Mario Odyssey Part 2?
1: That's back when my thumbnails were so bad.
0: I love this one, though. In the face! <laughs> <bears. laughs> From the the hangover. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. It's anyway, a good movie. Guys, go subscribe to Indy Timmy. If you didn't subscribe after the 45-minute video yesterday, um, do it today. What are you, you doing? Know. Yeah, what are you doing <laughs> with your life? You know? Well,
1: if they didn't subscribe after the 45-minute video, obviously they don't like
0: me. <laughs> Or they didn't watch our... They saw 45 Minutes with the cast and they said, nope. <laughs> exactly. <Probably. laughs> this Indie and Timmy guy looks pretty cool, but I can't stand 45 Minutes with Chris and Will. <laughs> Neither can I. <laughs> YouTube.com slash I-N-D-I-E-T-I-M-M-I-E Indie Timmy. You're able to do
1: that without any slip-ups. <laughs>
0: That's, it's a practice. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um... We're gonna be talking about what will Scott Pilgrim versus the world the game. The game for throat the throat the throw back Thursday I don't know why yeah, I did that. So <laughs> <don't> <laughs> oh,
1: it's it's a game that sadly you have to be kind of good at coding to be able to get anymore.
0: Yeah, why don't I give a background on it? I, I'm so bad this week. Um, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the game, is a side-scroll-um, be- side-scroll-um, side-scrolling side-scroll-um. <laughs> beat-em-up game like it. based on the Scott Pilgrim series of Oni Press graphic novels by Brian Lee O'Malley, tying in with the release of the film of the same name. It is a published... It is a published... It is a... Pu- it is published <laughs> by Ubisoft and developed by Ubisoft Montreal with Ubisoft Chengdu... The game was first announced at Comic-Con 2009 in July 2009. It was released exclusively as downloadable content via PlayStation Network on August 10th through 11th, 2010, and through Xbox Live Arcade on August 25th, 2010. Um, And because it was released in two separate time frames in August, that's why we're covering it this week on the Crillcast for a throwback Thursday. (laughs) It's loosely following the story of the graphic novels. Up to four players can play as Scott Pilgrim, Ramona Flowers, Kim Pine, and Stephen Stills, along with the unlockable character Mega Scott. That's a really bad word that I don't want to have to say multiple times this episode, so I'm only going to say it once, and hopefully YouTube doesn't try to flag me for whatever that sounds like. And the downloadable characters, Knives Chow and Wallace Wells. He must battle through seven levels in order to defeat Ramona's seven evil exes on December 30th, 2014. The game was delisted from the Xbox live and PlayStation store. Xbox live arcade. I assume is what they meant. And the reason for this is likely due to the license expiring the Mm -hmm. until late 2016. The game and its DLC could still be acquired by purchasing download codes from best buys website exclusively for the PlayStation three version. You can get that information on ScottPilgrim.fandom.com and on Wikipedia. This
2: is why you only buy games physically, and if they don't have a physical version, don't buy it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if you really want to play it?
0: Pirate it. <laughs> oh no! We do not advocate for piracy on this channel. Sail those seas. No, no, Thunders no, no. Yes. Will is Will is not speaking on behalf of the company. <laughs> I am yeah. the Krillcast.
2: Oh Many my god. <laughs>
1: Many gamers cried in sorrow when they couldn't download the game anymore.
0: Oh yeah, yeah I definitely uh, I don't advocate for piracy, but this sucks when this sh- stuff happens. Oh yeah, um, I uh, I I'm, I'm very annoyed that this happens at all in 2020. You know, licenses should be purchased for a game. At inf- I get it because it's DLC only. Like that's why physical games are so much better because even though a license may expire. I can still go buy the old LucasArts games.
1: Yeah, you could probably look up a full playthrough as the background video.
0: I probably could. I'm just leaving. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I
1: made the mistake of uh, delete. I guess I deleted the game off my Xbox to make room for another game, oh, no. and I guess I left it off long enough that when it got deleted, it's like well, I can't find it. Where is it? And I was I was so disappointed. I hated it. <laughs> it was a good game. It was a very good game. Great game, tight controls, amazing soundtrack. Solid beat-em-up.
2: Did it sell well or no?
1: Oh, yeah, it sold really well. A lot of people bought it. And the animation is really good, too. Like, Mm -hmm. the pixel animation, the pixel art.
0: It feels like like Newgrounds animation, almost. But, like, professional Newgrounds animation.
1: Mm-hmm. It does a little bit. Honestly, a lot of beat em ups that came after this game, the art style heavily inspired inspired, inspired, inspired <laughs> heavily inspired future beat em ups.
0: Back to spider sex, Will. Back to spider sex. I you know exactly. <laughs>
1: I'm I, I'm pretty sure what do they call what is it called? Riverside Girls, I think. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. River City River City Girls.
1: River City Girls, yeah. River City Girls, I know the uh art style of that was heavily inspired by uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world.
0: Riverside Girls is the uh, knockoff that was produced in uh, Taiwan 10 years after the game came out. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just I just
2: made that up. You should look up the I mean, uh, Teen Titans uh, like beat-em-up game from
0: CartoonNetwork.com. <laughs> I
1: mean, I was about to talk about something, but that's probably too inappropriate for YouTube.
0: <laughs> I still want the Seinfeld beat-em-up that Chris Ragon talked about. Oh, yeah, that sounds oh hysterical. God. It sounds terrible. What are you talking about? That'd be amazing. I can imagine it being a flash game in like the early two thousands, and like just seeing Kramer going, "Yep." Yeah. Like his
2: move is like flying through the door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if
1: it doesn't have a Seinfeld theme, we
0: riot.
2: <laughs>
0: that's how that's how the finishing move goes on for Jerry. It's like oh finish God. him. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Um, what do you guys think of download-only games eventually losing licenses and becoming unattainable in years after that? I think I already gave my – I think I am blew the load on this one in the very <laughs> beginning. See, I, I just don't understand how how they could not be allowed to let people still download the game they paid for.
3: I don't know.
1: I don't know. I, I like, I've never been a big fan of download-only games like I definitely don't see that being the future of gaming, as a lot of people are saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I definitely
2: you're paying for the privilege to like like the the license to play the property. You don't actually pay for the property itself. think yeah, like, that's exactly. sort of the idea.
1: So you you still have like you're still allowed to play the game because you paid for it. So you're legally able to play to play the game. Like you don't own the. The, like the title and everything itself you just own the privilege of playing it
0: exactly mm-hmm. in a world where downloadable content is king all Ugh. games eventually die
1: <laughs> honestly i can see that happening with google stadia yeah
0: like, No joke. stadia is such
1: a such a well he just fell on the hall google <laughs> stadia is just such a horrible excuse of a console
0: if that if that service dies, like, are they gonna have to allow all of the games to be downloaded? Like, what what backing do you have other than the fact that Google says they're not gonna shut it down? I mean, they said they weren't gonna nope. shut down Google Plus, and they still did that. Yeah, they're gonna. I was gonna just make the joke. They're gonna back it all up on Google Plus. That's how you get to it. <laughs> Google Plus, uh, right now, if you had a Google Plus account, which I did, you can actually request money from Google based on a lawsuit they just got. They just lost. <laughs> Yeah, I was
1: I, I was about to mention, is that like a legit thing cuz I, I I like money.
0: I can't think about It's like going to be $10. It was- it'll be nothing. Yeah. After the lawyer fees and everything else, it'll be nothing. I mean, um,
1: hey, fucking $10 is $10 to me. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a You, you can call, you that's can call one me can me tell me I was going to make that <laughs> joke. Well, you jerk, you stole it from me. <laughs> I mean, fine, it's, it's a big mac and fries. <laughs>
1: Exactly. That's that's a Mc, honestly ten dollars. That's like if you spend it right, that's more than one McDonald's trip. That's yeah,
2: true. Well, think about it Also, functions. I'll save money on toilet paper because I won't crap for a week after that. <laughs> what? God.
0: This is obviously too late of a McDonald's night for well. tears me
2: up, man.
3: <laughs> you, guys,
1: you guys need to do more late nights. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, given that we hate downloadable content only games, what do you think of limited run games?
1: Uh, they're doing God's work they are that that's all i have to say they're doing god's work actually i ordered and i know it's not a download only game so it's kind of off topic but i recently purchased a remade physical copy of uh, indigo prophecy from them and i'm excited to have it
0: i wish i would have known they were going to release star wars pod racer physically before i bought it <laughs> digitally that's kind of yep. sucked i'm still thinking about buying it physically at some point but not right now. I've totally
2: done that where I've I bought a digital game and like that was a mistake, and I bought it physically as well.
1: <laughs> I've was- I've put in so much money into limited run games. I bought a collector's edition of Psychonauts and a collector's edition of Ukulele. Hmm.
0: I got a uh, Oceanhorn physically. That was I. That was the reason I actually got into limited run games was I found out they were doing Oceanhorn, and I was like, count me in. I <laughs> want this game physically so bad. I got it on the actually, I
1: I t- sorry to interrupt
0: you. No, oh, you're good.
1: Um, I talked about this in my collection room video. Uh, do any of you guys know of IndieBox?
0: Yeah, yep. That's okay, how uh, so, that's yeah. how um, Owlboy got distributed the first time.
1: Yeah, because uh, well, I was wondering if limited run games be or I wonder if IndieBox became limited run games nope. or if they were just kind of inspired by IndieBox.
0: Uh, IndieBox is a completely different model because like IndieBox is a subscription based model for most a lot of it um and that's how they started off was like we will just provide you a predetermined set of games one per month and -hmm. like a collector's edition but it was almost like loot crate with a game and gaming inspired thing so yeah except it's a little different sucks
1: (laughs) there goes my any branding i had (laughs) (laughs) Um, no i'm honestly not a fan of loot crate
0: What do you guys think of, like, if a game doesn't exist with limited run games, let's just say like, for example, Scott Pilgrim versus The World. Um, A game that, quite honestly, a lot of people think is a great game. What do you guys what's your feelings on being able to archive these games for future play? Uh, Especially since it never escaped the two platforms it was on. The Xbox 360 and the PS3.
1: I definitely think they should be archived.
0: Mm I mean, no No. (laughs) listen dude we have an llc you cannot say that you cannot say that well i said
2: it but maybe i didn't really mean it
0: (laughs) it was a joke yeah they should be
1: archived in my opinion they should be they should be in a place where you're still able to play it
0: yeah i agree yeah we don't i mean curlcast llc does not reflect the views of what will said in this episode I mean,
1: honestly, if no one had, if if you didn't have to pay for this game, obviously the the rage wouldn't be as bad, right? Because right. you didn't pay for it. But fucking, how much? Mo- I think I what you pay like fifteen dollars for this game. I think it was, or was it less?
0: I couldn't tell you. Was it nine ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine? Okay. Well, no, because it was you, Microsoft you, points, probably still. So you had to buy like extra points you couldn't use uh, to get the game. Always, oh
1: my god! you Just <laughs> reminded me of
0: Dark Days. Didn't, didn't we discuss? Didn't we discuss Xbox Live Arcade with you last time? did we? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah,
1: Xbox point. I remember. I, I always wanted to. Uh, this is off topic. I know. I always <laughs> wanted to change my gamer tag. So I always need. Like, can I get an Xbox card? <laughs> <laughs> I went. I went through so many different gamer tags on Xbox.
2: I stole uh, the same one since the original Xbox.
0: Will <laughs> the thrill? I'm not going to mm. give any numbers after that, so nobody can go dox Will one eight three one five. Um, my gamer tag changed because when I started it, it was Chris Space A one two three four five six seven eight, <laughs> and so I just wow. realized after like ten years of that, I was like. This is ridiculous. I bought an Xbox (laughs) One. They said you could get one gamertag changed for free. So I called up Microsoft and I said, hey, is this still a thing? And they were like, nope, but we will help you do it anyways. I think it's free now anyway. You just got to wait 30 days or something.
3: Something
1: It might be.
0: But when I did uh, it, it was not free, and Microsoft provided it to me free of charge.
1: I I haven't played anything on 360 lately, but I'm pretty sure my gamertag is still the silent heaven which is <laughs> super edgy.
0: Speaking of edgy, I wish that the edginess of this game, the block pixels edges, not the edginess of the, the humor, even though it's kind of an edgy humor game, a little a little bit, not really. Um, I wish this game would come back because I want to play it now.
1: It's so good. its I, I only played through it once and I wish I played through it more, but it, it's so damn good.
0: Next let's play for Indie Timmy. Scott God, Pilgrim I, versus the World, the game.
1: If anyone could get me this game, I would fucking play it.
0: <laughs> You'd like, probably have to get like a dev console and a download file of it. Probably. Well,
1: I, I know like you have to do some really specific things, but you can play it on a PS3 emulator.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, RPCS3 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you already you own have it, to do like if you already own, own it and you reader. play a backed up copy, I don't think that's technically piracy because you own a license to it.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, If it, if to play it on an emulator, you have to do a lot of shit, like, really confusing <laughs> stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to, like, focus on the fact that maybe we'll get this game again in the future. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. As always, I'm Chris.
2: And I'm Will. I'm Indy. And we will see you on next Crowcast. Bye, guys.
0: Willicorn! Willicorn! Um, <laughs> This is the Krillcast. I'm Chris, and I'm
1: Will. I'm Andy. There's my ugly face.
0: Not ugly. (laughs) Handsome man. Unboxing Doom Eternal. Today is what? Will.
2: Today is Face Off Friday. Face Off Friday. Friday. I know you were.
0: I know you were. Yep. That would fit for the video in the background, but Mm -hmm. not what we're talking about today. Yeah,
1: because I'm fanboying over Doom Eternal
3: in it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the, that's oh, one of the helmet. Oh, that's so cool though. It yeah, is a I very cool um pre-order bonus that they gave you.
1: Yep, yeah, you can see the helmet in my collection room tour video.
0: Mm. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, so this Face Off Friday, what are we talking about, Will? We're talking about should people continue to pre-order video games going into the next generation? <laughs>
1: I, I love how you're like what are we talking about we're talking about this i know you're just you
0: <laughs> well you have the power today what who is going first
2: oh, i'm making chris go first <laughs> wow. i always go first
0: <laughs> i'm gonna say no they should not so <laughs>
2: they're gonna say no i'm not going first like <laughs> screw you chris you have to
0: <laughs> so indy i hope that you were planning to defend yes
1: Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Okay. I,
1: oh, so for
0: you. Hold oh on. I, I have to give my argument first, and then oh, you can, okay. like, really just <laughs> nail me. I
1: thought you were just – I thought you were being like, Will, just no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. So um, during – I'm just going to explain the rules. So during the making the case portion, each of us will present our arguments. Will will be allowed to ask us each one question. You're allowed to object if something is said that's really stupid or doesn't make sense um and (laughs) exactly uh and then uh the last part of it is we'll present our closing arguments and uh will will choose a winner Mm -hmm. all right (laughs) i used the wrong button here hold on a second i want this guy to go over
3: dang and
1: i had a very shaky camera
0: this is the excitement
2: palpable what excitement over the game stronger. was making the camera shake
1: <laughs> I think I was just like tired I think I like before I started editing that video I think I was like working in the backyard
0: there we go I'm happy with where the video's at perfect alright so my stance I have to go first because Will you know just wants to stick it, <laughs> to, me. Stick it to me for the first time um, yep. that's a little weird to say uh, <laughs> you to should you. not pre-order video games uh, especially not first party microsoft video games that is 100% mm-hmm. a fact yeah. because you just hop on xcloud and you get it for free via xcloud not xcloud i'm sorry game pass i'm just like losing my mind tonight and then if you <laughs> like it cuz you get it day one anyways then you go buy it you know because eventually when you cancel your game pass subscription you want to still have the games you like so try before you buy why would you ever ever buy something that you can get for free before you try it. That doesn't make sense to me. Second thing is I've gotten burned on so many pre-orders where like a game will be like a hundred dollar pre-order and you get all these extra things. And then like a, like a month when after it doesn't sell, you can get it for like 40 and I'm like, I just lost $60. Or like the PS1 Classic, if you pre-ordered that for some reason, and then like a oh. month later, it's like 60 and then two months later, it's like 40 and then Walmart is just giving them away with PS4s. It's like, why did I pre-order this?
1: <laughs> my, my poor dad bought it for me when it was full price.
0: Oh. That's <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> so like, in my mind, the only things that ever would make sense to pre-order at this point are things that you're going to buy anyways and then it still makes sense to wait because you can get it cheaper later. I just don't see the point in pre-ordering any games this next generation. Um, especially since they're going to take a day one patch you're going to be a month in and they're going to patch something else and then like six months later when the game's complete and it's only half price, then you buy it. You know, Unless you get Game Pass, you get it for free on day one. You know, Or PS Now, you get it for free on day one. If you have the subscription service, by all means, get it on day one. But you didn't have to pre-order it because it was free with your subscription. I don't see any point to pre-ordering games going into the next generation. Despite the fact that I will still pre-order every Persona game ever made. (laughs) That was going to be my question. Go ahead. I
2: was totally going to play out on Persona.
0: What's your question, Will?
2: All right, i got to think of another one. Um... (laughs) All right, so you mentioned first-party Microsoft games as you know making an argument that you shouldn't pre-order them because you get them day and date on Game Pass. Well, what if you want to experience a third-party game that won't be on Game Pass?
0: I still think it makes sense to wait because, for the most part, these third-party games will eventually be cheaper, you know, unless you're like, unless you're like really into a series, like like I'm into Persona. And you're going to buy the game anyways, and full price doesn't mean anything to you just to have it day one. That's the only way it makes sense, and I still don't think it's in your best interest to do that. It's not in my best interest to buy a Persona yeah. game day one. But Persona, unlike a lot of other series, the games tend to hold their value and go up in price over time as opposed to like decrease. So like, you're not really gaining anything by not pre-ordering a Persona game, which kind of sucks. Because even, like, uh, the Arena games, I bought... They were $60 originally, and now if you try to buy them, they're more than $60. So it's like, you didn't save any money by not pre-ordering a Persona game.
2: Okay.
0: And do you want to go next?
1: Yeah, I can. So, honestly, I think pre-orders should still be a thing. Honest, And I I agree, there are definitely, like, really bad pre-orders. But that's definitely but um I don't know out of everything that I've pre-ordered I've never really been burned I've pre-ordered both of the Doom games and I've gotten really good merch from it I got a statue uh, from the first pre-order and I got a helmet with the second pre-order I don't know they do really good stuff and I know the pre-order with uh, Cyberpunk 2077 comes with a lot of cool stuff too so if you're a collector pre-ordering is like your wet dream Because you you get some really good stuff with it, and again, I understand there's trash with pre-ordering, but you know, if you're passionate about the game, you're going to get a lot of really cool stuff for it. Like I wish I had pre-ordered some stuff for Silent Hill when I before I knew that was a thing. So, and you know, I just I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff I love pre-ordering, and I can't see myself not doing it anytime soon.
0: Let me just. uh... I will do it in my closing argument, go ahead.
3: Okay. Hmm. Okay. Hmm.
1: Also, if you want, you could play actual Doom Eternal gameplay. Because <laughs> 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 it's just gonna be repeating this video now. Yeah.
2: Alright, so this is sort of isn't is you know sort of related but not really to what we're talking about. <laughs> what was All the right. best pre order you ever had? Doom Eternal. <laughs> oh yeah, it comes with the helmet man. That thing looked freaking uh, awesome.
1: It came with the helmet, and it came with a VHS tape that it doesn't obviously have the soundtrack on it, but just the way it looks is awesome. And plus, the box itself looks badass. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, I've had a lot of good pre-orders, but Doom Eternal is up there with the best.
0: All right, closing arguments, guys. So you get to do your closing argument first. All
1: right. I, I I, don't know what to do with the closing argument. Just, again, I guess I kind of repeat what I said. Uh, if you're a collector, pre-orders are, you know, wet dreams for you. And I, there are companies who... <laughs> this fucking video.
0: Um, sorry, you want to there, change it? Are,
1: no, you're good. There are companies who are passionate about giving you know consumers what they're paying for and i i believe there will always be companies who will be passionate to give you you know what you want and even more than what you want so i'll always believe that
0: <clears throat> microsoft <clears throat> no <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> i did just buy an xbox one specifically to replay halo 5 so there's that um My closing argument is, uh, when I stated that it doesn't make sense to pre-order games, I never said you shouldn't pre-order something for collector's editions. Those are very different things in my mind, and if Will takes me for that reason and says that Indy Timmy's right, I will concede and agree. But, specifically a $60 game, day one, I don't think there's any good reason to pre-order the standard edition of a game to have it day one. That will inevitably go down in price. And despite the fact that I do it myself, I don't think it makes sense to do so from a logical standpoint at all. If you want the soundtrack, you know, go ahead, buy the collector's edition day one. But... I guess this can maybe
1: count as an objection. Go ahead. But a lot of games still haven't gone down in price. They're still... It's about the same price. As if, if you're talking you about the Switch,
0: it. then yes, I yeah. agree. Not
1: even the Switch. There are still some Xbox and PlayStation games that are the same price when they came out.
0: Well, then so, pre-ordering it or not pre-ordering it still wouldn't have hurt you.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I just thought I should mention that because they won't always go down in price.
2: Yeah, it is annoying when they don't. Like The Switch games, or really any Nintendo game, unless they do it like a select, it never goes down, and it's so annoying. Yep. <laughs> it's like, you've sold like 50 million Mario games. Let me have it for $10 off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Who's the winner? All right. All right, so I'm tossing this one out. <laughs> so the thing is, I, I agree with both of you. I think both of you make good points. So if you're pre-ordering it, Specifically, to get collector's content you can't get if you were to just wait and like buy the collector's edition after it's been released, then yeah, that makes total sense to pre order it, especially if you're already into the series and you're into whatever loot you're going to get. Um, But I also agree with Chris that most games nowadays are not even finished, so you're going to pre order a game that you're going to get burned on and feel terrible that you purchase. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there are so many games like. You know the one that comes to mind right now is anthem where it's, it comes from a great developer great yeah. concept you get the game sucks <laughs> and uh, they've essentially yeah. just given up on it right now they they're apparently are going to reboot it but who knows um and then you know from my perspective i think it i think of pre-ordering as it makes sense when you already or know you're going to get the game anyway um and isn't necessarily on game pass but you know it's they you know it's in a good series and it's probably gonna be high quality um however it should not be something i don't like it when they incentivize it like if you pre-order you get the the season pass for free it's like i don't know this seems it's like a scummy business tactic tactic at that point i like just being like you know back when like halo 3 came out this pre-order halo 3 is exactly the same game as everyone
0: else i just wanted to have it before everyone else <laughs> well yeah and, and i agree with you on that like Back in the day, pre-orders made sense. You'd get the game day one. It was a complete game. It was done. It was ready to go, and you couldn't guarantee the supply would be replenished fast enough for you to get it week two, week three, week four.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think it's a I think it's a dying uh, a dying habit at this point because especially because now you can pre-download the games. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: On on the note of uh, collector's edition stuff, if you don't pre-order that collector's edition stuff and it sells out. There's no way you're going to be getting that for the normal price.
0: Right. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's fair.
1: Like, you are going to get that for twice or three times the
0: price. Except for the Persona Eternal Dancing Collection. <laughs> 100 bucks bought a day one, and uh, immediately dropped to, like, $40 around Christmas. Oh, <laughs> and no. And they still had they, – they, it was actually – there's a there's two versions, one for Persona 3, one for Persona 5 dancing, and then the collectors that came with both versions, and then the download code for Persona 4 dancing all night. And <laughs> the triple version, the triple pack, actually was selling for less than the standalone copies around Christmas that year. And mm-hmm. I was just like...
3: <laughs>
0: oh. It's always a gamble, but,
2: you know...
1: And some collectors editions sell out so fast. Like the Doom Eternal collectors edition, that's sold out like minutes. So,
0: yeah, it seems it's like your actually money
2: a it. limited edition though. It's like I hate it when they say it's a limited edition, but it's like
0: millions of that, millions of those yeah, costs. exactly. Or like DLC <laughs> in the package. Mm. That's it.
1: Limited edition, limited to the point that it'll be limited until you're fifty. yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway it looks like your reaction video did really well with the doom eternal game so that was a good oh, video a lot of
1: a lot of people did enjoy it
0: hmm.
1: so honestly i was just fanboying through the whole thing <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right God, that's yeah. one. so will are we shamed or revered both,
2: can I throw out that assessment? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, like, it's, I'm not throwing it out because I disagree with you guys. I am throwing it out because I agree with both the arguments. So I think I'm the first judge to do that. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. Cause I can see both of your both of your points, and you, you know, you made your arguments well, and I agree with both of them.
1: <laughs> and, you know, I'll always agree that there is trash when it comes to pre-ordering.
0: Oh yeah, I've, I've had some pretty ridiculous things like for example ps4 theme with your down, i'm like no i i don't change the theme on my ps4 anyways like i'm just gonna mm-hmm. keep the standard thing like it might be cool for other people but like i don't need it yeah <laughs> i like the pre-order bonus for halo 4 it's like just like a weapon skin it's like that's that's enough <laughs> yeah. yeah like the old gamestop exclusive for this game yeah. and this and that and, yeah. yeah whatever Makes- well, Indy, yeah, I just yeah. want to thank you for coming on the show again. It's been a blast.
1: Oh, yeah. I had a lot of fun. Thanks for having me.
0: Glad we got to interview you, get to know you a lot better mm-hmm. and
1: oh, all, yeah. that,
0: all that fun stuff. Um,
1: yeah, I had a lot of fun.
0: And we definitely want to see the end of Bug Fables at some point.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. it's still installed on my Switch, so I'm going to get back to it. Honestly, that's probably going to be another – if people enjoy the content, that will be another – montage video that'll end up being a long series.
0: And I need to grow my beard out like this guy. That's, and, uh, what, it's <laughs> like, that's, what, that's what I need to do next. It's so, like, square.
1: Wow. <laughs> Galactic Criminal's pretty cool. I like him.
0: <laughs> As always, I'm Chris. And I'm Will. I'm Indy. And we will see you on next Krillcast.
2: Bye, guys.
3: Bye, everybody.